0: Episode twenty-one. Thank you all for listening to episode twenty. Ovaltine dream and Andre the Giant bird story. (laughs) I am Gary here with my co-host Bear and Jake. Jake is here to fill in for our mainstay Brandon, who's off. Who? Brandon. Who? What? Who? He's off the next six episodes. Mike (laughs) Jones is here. Sorry, he's off the next six. Off the next <laughs> six I can't even Your talk now. Could six episodes. Uh, we're just trying to forget about Brandon, that's right. all. To focus on his future career. Obviously he has no faith in the podcast for a future career. So
1: I I mean we have what, five sponsors? Yeah. I mean we've done that in what's up what'd you say it was episode twenty two?
0: Yeah, so it's been I mean, since July. Realistically you
1: know, realistically, we're on pace for I mean, a thousand, about as many as the lottery that I didn't win last night. Yeah. by <laughs> no, next 1. year, so six
0: billion. You I, see that one ticket got uh, was in, a winner in South Carolina. South
1: Carolina, and I, they can remain anonymous. I, well, I, I would remain anonymous no matter what. In Ohio, are
0: you are you still able to though? No, oh, yeah. I, in I some mean, states,
1: I feel like you can't. Even if not, I would find some lawyer or something well, to I'd, remain anonymous I tell at you, some
0: point. Well, now that you know my whole Wellington thing and the NFL picks. So that is my lottery winning name, Marcus Wellington
1: IV. See, I would. I don't <laughs> even know what my lottery. But I like that because I think mine then, would be Buff Bagwell, and then,
0: and then I'm going to open the
1: <laughs> Buff Buff Shagwell,
0: <laughs> Buff Shagwell, and then I'm going to open the Wellington Palace Hotel, and that'll be perfect.
1: So, Can I stay there for free? Absolutely. Well, oh, that's very nice. We're going to record
0: you. the uh, podcast in the penthouse.
1: Um, but yeah, no, I had. What, I think, and blow.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I think I think I put twenty bucks in yesterday, like late. I think I got to the gas station like nine o'clock, and uh, I hit what four numbers on on ten lines or five lines uh, or whatever uh, it is. Yeah, yeah I had 10 three lines. on five. So yeah, that was rough. Um, but I do have the Powerball tonight, so I guess I can live with six hundred sixty million dollars. Well, so that's, that's okay
0: after taxes Be and three hundred
1: three uh, hundred and fifteen. I'd take home off that.
0: So you take three fifteen on the on the. Oh, yeah. I always
1: take lump sum. I would oh, yeah, never you take, take lump sum. Never no, take the full payments. because you can make more There's money no over way time. I, oh no, I'd never live that long anyway. Well, and you'd
0: make more money over time regardless. So. I think
1: I didn't see what the number payout was, but I saw that it would be it's over like, twenty nine years. Yeah, no, yeah, no, I wouldn't live that long. No, I and plus kind of you're of gonna
0: make more money investing that much money, and uh, you can put it into guaranteed money and get seven percent a year. So
1: I put it in the CDs and get four percent a year and still wouldn't care. Yeah, exactly,
0: and. You know, with 300 million, that'd be your your lump sum, and then after taxes, you get like 150. So still, 150 million. I think I'm okay. So you'd be all right. Um, but what about you, Jake? Did you uh, did you play any lottery? I did not play the lottery last night. I have the Powerball tonight, though. Oh, you, how many numbers or how many lines did you get? How much did you spend? Did Twenty you just, bucks. Oh, you just spent 20 bucks yep. on it. What is it? is that three dollars a ticket or two?
1: Uh, it's still two.
0: Okay. Because okay. I know the like Mega Millions, they have the Mega Plyer that you can buy for an extra dollar a line that if yeah. you hit like three or four balls, it doubles your numbers by however many the Mega Plyer
1: is. Oh, no, really? Yeah, I, I, I said no. I don't play the lottery <laughs> enough to know that. I just uh, just kind of put money down and say, here's my donation. I actually said that yesterday when I bought the ticket. I said, here's really my donation to whoever wins here's all this money. Here's my tax write-off. <laughs> yeah, exactly, and that's what I'm going to do. So anybody out there who uh, has lottery tickets that they haven't thrown away, you can go ahead and send them to me. Um, you can you could DM our Twitter account at over the line or at OTL Sports Pod, and um, I'll send you my address. You can just send them to me; I'll take that tax right off. You can just send them to my PO box, and I'll give them to Bear, so we don't have to give away his home address. Oh, I don't care. So if they
0: okay, <laughs> they can send you. Your but that's account.
1: why they have to DM me though. Yeah. I wouldn't give it out over air. Yeah, eh,
0: this is true.
1: I mean, that's okay. I can maybe, trust that.
0: But maybe yeah, I've trusted
1: good. Twitter DMs before with fantasy football, so why not? Yeah, right. I'm second in that league by the way. How are you doing? I have no, most no, league, Nate's league. Oh last. Yeah, oh so I have one that well they play. they split the one I'm in. It's it's a twelve team, so it's six and six in divisions. They don't have all for one. I'm first in my division, but I have the second best record, but most points. But I mean I have Thielen and Brown, so that's pretty impressive.
0: So. That is pretty. Yeah, to have Thielen and Brown, Thielen, is just, hes probably—he's he's gonna be the best the receiver best this year. in the NFL. Yeah.
1: I mean, seven straight games of 100 yards—that's that's impressive. At,
0: what did they say? At first, he was on pace for like 250 catches when the year started. Yeah, like in last week, he was on pace for 250. Yeah, it's absolutely insane. That's nuts and uh so to get into some of our other stuff thanks to wes anderson for moments in time check him out at wes anderson music on facebook give him a follow on twitter at songs by wes he just did that other song i know peanut from 311 he did an interview with him uh, meet the collaborators check that out on his facebook page pretty cool um, and thank you to all We're clothing the official merchandise provider for over the line sports podcast if you're interested in doing business with them mention over the line sports podcast and the owner brandon not the lazy sum bitch that's not here today, will give you a great deal on your clothing needs. Thanks to Crandall's Quality Lawn Care. Check them out on Facebook at Crandall's Quality Lawn Care. They can help you out with your uh, leaves this fall, and as winter, it feels like winter's going to be here sooner than we, we expected, since I feel like summer ended last week and it's in the 40s already. But uh, you can call him, 419-704-5471. He will get you some quotes on getting your leaves picked up, uh, lawn for next year, and for your snow removal
1: this year. Serves the Toledo and surrounding areas. So those people where at Bear. Um. Well, let's change it up. How about Ireland? Oh, we have Ireland, right? Yeah, we do. Okay. Yeah, let's pick Ireland this time. Ireland. You I guys pick out of have- Norway. Even, so. even though
0: Sean, I feel like Sean is Irish because he's got some red in his hair and his beard.
1: You know, when I was on vacation this last week, um, Sean posted something extremely rude while I was on the beach. So yeah, you know I saw what, that. Don't get Sean. Okay. Skip yeah. him for a week. And go find somebody else. Just right. Just kidding, Sean. Love you.
0: Yep. Thanks to Verizon, who is a true technology business partner who helps local businesses deploy technologies that positively impact operations and can increase revenue for the company. At Verizon, we do not wait for the future, we build it. Go to their website to get in touch with a sales rep in your area. And uh,
1: as always, thanks to Tim and Stephanie. Bear, what's your credit score now? Um, I haven't checked since. I know it's been like three weeks now so I'm still gonna guess 819 but on vacation I did spend a lot of money. so hopefully I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to pay that credit card off on time to keep that 819. Maybe it'll go up to 820 if right, right. I uh, do that
0: right And uh, Jake, do you have a good credit score? Or do you even know your credit score?
2: Yeah, for being 22 I think like a 665 is pretty decent. For, for yeah, that's 22. pretty good. I, I think, think that's very good. pretty well.
1: I mean, 665 is like where you should be anyways, regardless. So there's a, there's a lot of adults that don't that aren't at 665. So if you're 22 and you got a 665, it's pretty damn good. Yeah, you're still a kid, so you got plenty of time to go. But if you want to get
0: that up from 665 over 700, visit Cassandra at PNC, who will help you out with your banking needs. Whether it be a loan, a credit card, personal banking, she's there to help. Give her a call, 419-877-0634. So now that we have Jake on, the first thing I thought of that we probably wanted to talk about, and I'll let you guys talk about this. I was actually up when it happened, and I text Andy when it happened. But how about that fight, that NBA fight? The first game for LeBron in Los Angeles, and it turns out being a fight between Chris Paul and Rajon Rondo. And then Brandon Ingram comes in with a punch. He sucker punched. He tried to sucker punch Chris Paul, and uh, it was just bad overall. What, are, what is your take? Do you think Rondo actually spit on him? How do you feel about the whole thing? Who's at fault here? Whoever wants to go.
2: Yeah, so Rondo definitely spit on him. You can see that in the in the video. He, he said it up. was tampered with, by the way. Rondo came and said that Houston tampered with that video. There's no way they tampered with that video. You can clearly see him spitting on him. Like, there's no doubt about that.
1: No, I mean, he definitely spit on him. It, it's It's clear as day. I mean, Chris Paul flinched. You don't tamper video with someone spitting on you and then flinching back at the perfect time. Whether it was him actually spitting or spit coming from his mouth because he was yelling, it looked like he spit on him. It looked like his lips made the movement to go spit. Um, Yeah, Rondo, you know, though he didn't really start it, it was more of an Ingram thing. Rondo just got involved in it. Thank you, sir. So Rondo got involved in it um, and then, you know, got in Chris Paul's face. And obviously, as, as Brandon Ingram comes in, tried to square up with the ref, which isn't the smartest thing to do either. Um, you know, going back through and looking and seeing how everything went down, everyone's freaking out about LeBron grabbing Chris Paul because they're best friends and not saying that for his teammates. Well, everyone's throwing punches, I mean. And, and a
0: lot of people stepped up and were pulling guys away.
1: Yeah, and that's how that works. It always happens on the other team. I mean, you saw it. You saw Harden come in, and I think he pulled away a couple of the Lakers guys and, you know, vice versa, Lakers guys pulling away some Houston guys to try to get the scuffle down. You know, as stuff come out, as stuff has come out about how now we're saying, you know, Jake and I were talking about before we started here about how Chris Paul isn't a good teammate and how the Clippers are saying that and how Glenn Big Baby Davis is saying Rondo is a better teammate than Chris Paul and he takes things too seriously and this and that. You know what? At the end of the day, you get spit on. If you're, whether you're in the NBA, NFL, at the bar or whatever, if some dude spits on you, you're going to throw. I mean, that's just how it is. That's, that's how men and testosterone and all that works. You don't normally just get spit on and, and walk away, you know, unless you're like Mick Foley or something and Randy Orton. But that's that's for a different podcast. Regardless, um, you know, it happened, whatever. I think the worst look of this whole thing is that I think what the highest suspension was four games. Yep, I like Ingr- think Ingr- Ingram, Ingram got yep. four games. I think Chris Paul got two games. Um, and um, – rondo got three maybe i want to say three or four yeah and that was it so yes that's that a guy you're here you should check that out <laughs> that's a it's a real real bad look for the for adam silver who's been a really good commissioner ever since david stern left to be honest with you um he's done a lot of good things but he really dropped the ball on this one i mean we're talking guys swinging early season and you see rondo spit rondo should have got seven ingram should have got ten I mean, he's the one that started it all. He's squaring up with refs. He's throwing wild punches at people. Just for that, people. he
0: should have got 10 games. Just for squaring up with a ref. Even to Don't threaten to hit him. You yeah. can't
1: do that. No, and I, you shouldn't be hitting the players I, either. But, you know, it, it it happens. That's where we're at, you know, sometimes in the sport. And there is bad blood. There's going to be bad blood for the rest of the year. But, man, the suspensions, I think, were the worst. That I'm, I'm shocked that four games was the highest suspension here. It's insane. Now, if it was some lower market team, if it was – Utah and Cleveland that fought, I guarantee those suspensions would have been through the roof. But since it was L.A. and Houston, two teams that you know they're gonna make money on, eh? You know, players' league, it's kind of dumb, but it is. It, that's my opinion on it.
2: Yeah, we, and, and just to point this out, Ingram got four games, Rondo got three, and Paul got two. So you were right, Bear. So, yep, um, you were right. The uh, so with that, L.A. still
0: hasn't won a game. Do we think? Do you guys think that they'll go five hundred? Do you think they're going to get past that? You know, clip yeah. finally.
1: I mean, they had a like you said they didn't they didn't have a good team last year, and you know with their with the bad team that they had they were whatever you know they had 32 wins, 34 wins, whatever last year, and now you add LeBron to the mix, which obviously the best player in the NBA, but you still got to mesh with these guys, you know. LeBron, you're going to see it because Cleveland's already 0-3 and they're going to be a mess this year from what it looks like. I thought it would be a little bit better, but yeesh, they don't look very good right now. Um, They've been down a lot so far. So to see what LeBron did with that team who really didn't lose anybody and they're already coming out, not playing the best, and then he goes 0-3 with the Lakers, it's going to turn around. It's LeBron James. You know, There's certain times where you can put your pedal to the metal, and I don't think he is yet. But he needs to he needs to be the facilitator and and get these guys involved in the game. I, and I also think that something else big is gonna happen. I, I think if they keep doing this, or they're getting you know closer to 500 towards the All Star break and the trade deadline, that they're gonna try to get rid of some of these guys. And I think that's why you're seeing Ingram play bigger minutes because they want to keep Kuzma around, which is it's weird to say like they're trying to hold him back and play the less minutes and keep Ingram there. Kuzma played play. a
2: hell of a game the other
1: night, 30-some and, and points. I, I can't imagine them getting rid of him. He's better than Ingram. He's better than Ball. He's the best uh, you know, young guy that they have on that team, and I really think that they're trying to hold him back so he's not on that trade bait for when they want Anthony Davis here in the middle of the year because it's going to happen. I don't care what New Orleans says about them him not getting traded, and he's going to get and traded they this year. Look,
0: and what's amazing to me is how tough they look.
1: New Orleans. What, they put up, like, 155 or yeah, something ridiculous the other 129. night? 129, yeah. and
0: they, they're scoring ridiculous. Anthony Davis is a beast. They got, what, Drew Holiday there, mm-hmm. uh, who's just destroying it as well. And then, what, Etwan, Moore Drew, Etwan yeah. Moore?
1: Drew Holiday is probably the most underrated shooting guard in the game right now. I mean, he is a very good two. He is a top three in the league, and people don't give him the credit he deserves. That dude is, I mean, he's an absolute stud.
0: I agree, and uh, you know it, it'll be interesting. And I'm sure you've seen the slow motion of everything that Rondo connected on Paul's face. And yeah, Paul Paul
1: hit him with an uppercut, so yeah, they did. both
0: connected. Yeah, they did. It looked good. So, to switch gears. Talk about the World Series a little bit. Both my picks are there: Red Sox and Dodgers. Bears got the Dodgers, and I believe Brandon has the Red Sox. Um, and he had the Cubs, who are out. Yep. But uh, last night, so we had Kershaw and Sale, and it was an eight to four game. So it wasn't really a pitching matchup. So if you bet the over, you looked pretty good last night. Um, mm-hmm. I don't even know what it was. It was probably six or seven. Oh, yeah,
1: it had to be seven probably. Yeah, it was low. And
0: so the Red Sox are up one game to nothing. Did yep. they play tonight? Or yes, they play tonight. They play right now? Yep. Okay. So it'll be interesting to see what happens. I think I had it in six games, and we picked that in July, so I'm feeling pretty good about my picks right now. But we'll see what happens. Looking forward to it. NASCAR. So to recap kind of what happened at Kansas, Chase Elliott, Brandon's heart, is uh, And he's not here to talk about NASCAR, but Chase Elliott won his third race of the year. He's coming on strong when it matters, mm-hmm. which is great. And uh, and I'm happy for him. I'm happy for Brandon. Uh, I do like Chase Elliott. and, and I'm not Andrea. happy for Brandon. I, no, not he, at all. He is the only Chevy that is in the playoffs still. We have uh, five Fords, two Toyotas, and one Chevy. The Toyotas being Kyle and Martin Truex, Chevy being Chase Elliott. All four Stuart Haas cars made it into the, the final round of eight. And then the other one being Joey Logano. And did Truex get in? Truex is in, yeah. He is in. Brad Kozlowski did not make it. Okay. So he was the one that did not make it, which is kind of tough because if you remember at the end of this regular season, beginning of the playoffs, he was on point. He was winning. Yeah. And it's sad to see. He won, what, three in a row, didn't he? Yes. And so right now your standing's updated. Kyle Busch is in first. He is 40 points ahead of the cutoff. Uh, Harvick's a point behind him, 39 ahead. Truex is 23 ahead of the cutoff, and Chase is 3 ahead of the cutoff. Now, how this works, there's four races left. If any of these guys win a race, they're automatically in the championship race in Miami. Yep. So we, we'll see what happens. And so you got Boyer, who's in fifth, three points out. Tied with Logano, who is also three points out. Kurt Busch is also three points out. So they're all three points out, 5, 6, and 7. And then uh, Almirola, who won at Talladega. Was it at tell- yeah, right? Talladega? Yeah, Talladega. Yep which uh to get in in the top eight yeah and he's only 12 points out so I'm pulling for him because he's not a guy that you see there often we'll see what happens so this week they're at Martinsville fun track to be at uh I don't track fun I, I don't know the name of the race I Brandon's not here I'm sure we'll find the name of the race for this weekend but uh to kind of go into it to give an update Barry you want to tell us where we're at in our standings like what our averages are
1: yeah, so after uh, after a couple of lackluster weeks from you, Gary, after having a big run in the top ten to start the start the whole NASCAR thing, uh, you've gone 12-14-13, Which Boyer finished thirteenth at Kansas. And I know Kurt you, ran
0: out of gas. That would have been a win.
1: I know you're rooting for uh, the Kansas Boy in Kansas, and he ended up finishing thirteenth. So you're up to seven point two three now. And
0: I just needed him to. And what I needed was a consistency. If you remember, I said he was in the top twenty for the two previous. So he still finished top twenty, which I needed. Yep. But I gotta. Now we got to get. I got the three, the big three left to pick. You know, for this playoff, so it'll be interesting to see. And this this week's race is the first data 500 or first data 500 at Martinsville on Sunday at 2:30 on NBCSN. It'll
1: be chilly too. It'll probably be 55 out there. Uh, It'll be be a little chilly race, which is always good for the drivers, but makes those tires a little bit more slick. So that's interesting on the short tracks. Um, I'm sitting in second right now I went dive got finished fifth two weeks in a row it's impressive thanks true X uh, get you into the playoffs I knew he was gonna race hard so that was a good pick for me um, I'm at 11.31 and then Brandon finished second with Kyle Busch last week he wasn't really ever close I actually thought he finished third and he ended up tracking down I think uh, Larson. I think right yeah he tracked down Larson there at the end to get third or to get second excuse me so Brandon's down to 13.39 so with four races left, I mean, Gary's really going to hes gonna have to have a couple guys wreck here in the next couple weeks, but Very any, possible. anything's possible. Yep. It is NASCAR.
0: And I forgot to mention, sorry, I've got Brandon's notes here. For the NBA fight, all he said was, crazy, Rondo's a bitch. That's all he said.
1: <laughs> so That's a good thing he's off the podcast for three weeks. He can regroup with his great right, analogies there.
0: So let's get right into our picks. I'll start with Brandon. So Brandon this week is taking a, a guy that runs well here in Clint Boyer. So we're going to put Clint Boyer on the board here. And, uh, Jake, what do you got? I got Clint Boyer as well. Looks good.
1: Bear? I'm going to take Keslow this week. I think he won here last year in the uh, fall race. I know that he's out of the playoffs, but that doesn't mean that these guys don't want money and uh, you know don't want to keep winning and, and knock other guys out as well. So give me Keslow here as those Fords have been running hot anyways.
0: And I have uh, Truex Jr., for this week, so it'll be interesting to see what happens. Uh, Truex finished second and fourth in the last two races, so I think I'm going to go with him this week. Uh, Boyer won the last race and finished third in the one before, so good picks by Brandon and Jake. It'll be interesting to see what happens. So next, going into Justin on the Twitter, with the video of Conor McGregor throwing a football going viral, what other athletes are bad at other sports? And so I'll just say Brandon's real quick. He said Barkley for the golf swing. pretty. Pretty hilarious, Jordan at baseball, but he actually tried. So
1: that's what Brandon had to. I say. mean, Jordan didn't he bat like 230 in minor league baseball?
0: He he batted 200 in like Double A.
1: Okay, well, Brandon what Brandon bat in Double A? <laughs> exactly. Now golf, that's different. I think Brandon could beat Charles Barkley in golf, so I'm not gonna make fun of him there. Yeah, Barkley, uh, you know, has obviously gotten better, but yeah, real real bad golfer. Everyone's seen his swing. If you haven't for some reason seen Charles Barkley swing a golf club, look it up. It is just, just ugly. Um, not how you want to swing a golf club. But when I saw Conor McGregor throwing that football at the Cowboys game two weeks ago, I think it was, wow, that was bad. Uh, didn't grab the laces. Kind of just threw it up in the air. Everyone, of course, making jokes about how you know he's better throw a passer than Dak Prescott. Blah blah blah, whatever. But yeah, that was a little bit rough. I'm sure uh, being Irish, he's probably a little bit better at soccer than he would be at throwing a football around. But you know, Uncle Jerry there, he loves to uh, have as many stars and money as he can in house. But for me, um, athletes, other athletes that are bad at sports, shoo. I know that, um, you know, we, we kind of talked about Brock Lesnar a little bit before the podcast on football, and I think he, uh, you know, he kind of got a bad rap on that, and everyone was kind of going at him. Obviously, in the UFC, he's not bad. He was a champion, but you could kind of throw him in for football. I mean, you've seen guys like Carl Lewis throw a baseball right into the dirt when he does a first pitch. Now, I don't know if he's good at baseball. The man was a gold medalist in the 100 meter, so he's a pretty darn good athlete, but uh, when you throw a baseball into the ground, you notice a lot of people do that, it seems like, when uh, they throw out first pitches. Those are the ones that come to my head. I mean, if you're a multi-sport athlete, I don't think that you're bad at other sports. You know, it, it's tough to do when you got Jordan going to baseball. So this question was a little bit tricky for me. You know, you got um, you know Deion Sanders. Obviously, he was a beast in baseball and football. Bo was good at base. You know, he wasn't the best baseball player, but he was a good baseball player. He's a monster. So the only thing I really think of when I know that, because not many guys do multi sports, is just when you see these athletes come and throw terrible first pitches, and you're like, how can you do that? You know, when you're you would think that kind of athlete but maybe they're not quite that good of an athlete. So Carl Lewis coming to mind throwing a terrible first pitch. That's mine. Jake, what do you got?
2: Uh so I got I would, I chose Jose Canseco. So he you obviously know him as the uh, You talking
1: about the fight
0: when he went into MMA? Yeah, <laughs> when he
2: fought that 7 foot 2 Choi hong mom, and he <laughs> lost in less than a minute.
0: Yeah, and then he got knocked out and they had steroid allegations on him too.
1: Yep, exactly. Yeah. Yep. The, the uh, the, uh, um, Jose wasn't good at baseball either, let's be honest.
2: No, he wasn't. And then as far as the uh, Conor McGregor throwing that football, he sh- does not look like he's ever thrown a football in his life. Like, that was no. probably the worst looking throw I've ever seen. No, I, I agree
0: with you. And uh, so to kind of, as we said in this podcast, wrestling is a sport, so I have CM Punk who has not translated over into MMA. We were there. Bear and I were there for when he fought in UFC in Cleveland. When Stipe won his match, he fought uh, Who did he? over Over him. Yeah, Yeah. he fought over him. Uh, CM Punk looked terrible against, uh, was it Mickey Gall that he fought and got beat? Oh, yeah, he got destroyed. Yeah, so give me CM Punk on that one. Jordan I had in here too. Granted, he was in AA primarily, and he only did 200, and then he came back and just won three more championships. So that's Jordan. Um, and then, but he, like you said, just to kind of piggyback off what you said, he was there. I'm
1: not in the minors;
0: couldn't be right. playing college. You know, it's just what it is.
1: And then I had a that, few, a future pick too. I was about to say, has anyone seen Brandon play pool basketball? Not that great yeah. either, but you know <laughs> right. what? We don't make fun Have of him. Have you seen him play regular basketball? Holding yeah. his drawers up. He can't even like
0: hold his spot, you know, and he's he's got us he's three bills. He can't even hold his spot in a rebound. You just gotta kick
1: his flip flop off because he doesn't wear tennis shoes.
0: Right, right. And then uh, in future, I'm saying if Floyd Mayweather
1: actually decides to do UFC, he will get destroyed. Yeah, no, he he never will. He's not he. Granted, he can't read, but he's not that dumb. He is not that dumb of a man because one, they're not gonna give him the payday that he'll ever get on that. But there's no un, unless they make him sign a contract with his own eyes because he can't read. Um, That's about the only way he'd ever fight in the UFC, to be honest with you, because he will never, ever go in that octagon. I know that. I agree.
2: What do you got, Jake? You think the same? I agree, too. The only way I can see that happening is if he does somehow get something for millions hundreds of millions of dollars and he won't against McGregor and that will not happen again
0: nope all right so the the next segment which I sit back for this Jake and I know you've heard it is uh the special segment of Brandon versus Bear so this week the topic Brandon already knew and he wrote me his thoughts was what are your thoughts on the Amari Cooper trade so
1: if you would like me, Bear, would you like me to read Brandon's first? Well, we already argued about this when I was going back to the airport. and So yeah, go ahead and read Brandon. I already know what he's going to say. It's dumb. I already have my rebuttal. So please go ahead and read Brandon's uh, retort as he sits on his couch and eats cheesy poofs and reads his book right now.
0: Right. So here we go. First off, this is about Dallas. Not the terrible decisions the Lions and Browns have made. <laughs> and, they- <laughs> and they have made plenty over the last 50 years. So Bear, stop being a baby. I believe this is a good trade for Dallas. They needed a number one receiver and they got one in this trade. I just believe they could have got him for less. This feels like a desperate move by Jerry Jones. I get he's young, he's 24 and has a lot of upside to him, but a first round pick, really? Here's some research I found and I quote, Cooper led the league in drops, 18 and drop rate 20% in his rookie year, 2015, Mm -hmm. but then seemed to get past that issue in 2016, dropping only four passes. In 2017, Cooper again led the league in drop rate, 17.2%. Not only are these numbers bad, but they're historically bad. Since 2007, there have only been three players to see at least 100 targets and post a drop rate of 17% or worse: Braylon Edwards in 2007-2008, Greg Little in 2011, and Amari Cooper in 2015 and 17. Everybody gave Dez a hard time because of drops. Hope Amari isn't another Dez. I bet Gruden said, offer him a first round jokingly, and Jerry accepted. Great for the Raiders now. They have they now have, and I knew this, three first round picks next year and two first round picks in 2020. You can get talent in the first round, obviously, Bear. I hate when teams give up their first round pick unless it is an unbelievable deal. I don't think this is an unbelievable deal. I think it's a good deal, but it's not an unbelievable deal. Again, I hope it works out for Dallas, but this now transitions to deck. He has a receiver now he can go to, stretch the ball down the field with Amari, and show you can be more than average. Hashtag Bear is still a bitch. <laughs>
1: <laughs> to rebute, I do uh, agree with the drop. I mean, yeah, we know. He drops the ball. Um, you know, I definitely agree with that. It's understandable. Every, you know, there's a lot of receivers in the NFL who drop a lot of passes. Um, and, yeah, they don't pan out. You know, Greg Little is terrible. Braylon Edwards is obviously terrible. So I understand that. That makes sense. But the whole point of this was about the trade. Okay, Dallas is going to go 7-9 or 8-8 this year. Okay, they are not going to get any talent from fifteen to nineteen about where they would draft of Amari Cooper. He's twenty-four years old. Yes, he dropped a lot of balls as a rookie, and then look what he did the second year. Once he got his repertoire down with David Carr. Look, he was great. And then last year he had injury issues, and this year he's just been bad because the whole Raiders team is bad. Derek Carr is bad. Derek Carr is not a good quarterback. In the last four years, he's
0: gone down in touchdown passes every single year. And
1: Ever ever since Derek Carr broke his ankle two years ago, ever since then, he has not been the same quarterback. He's scared. You've already seen the stuff come out saying his teammates don't care about him anymore. He cried on the field. Everyone's calling him out. They don't think he's a, a football player. They think he's a big sissy, to be honest with you. And I think Amari Cooper thinks that. Yes, it's the NFL. Yes, they have to be professionals. But when you're going 1-4 and 1-5, do you really, do you start to care anymore? I know you're making money, you're making good money, but honestly, he needed a fresh start somewhere else. So now, to Dallas. Giving up the first round pick, like I said, it's going to be somewhere between 15 and 19, okay? You're not going to get any talent, especially in this draft. This draft, besides out of the top 10, is not very talented at all. You're not going to find anything. Dallas still has plenty of picks from second to seventh to be able to get guys, especially with wide receiver. You don't, you know, you don't need a wide receiver in the first round. Amari Cooper was drafted fourth overall, so I think if anything, Dallas is getting a good deal here. To be honest with you, I think that it's going to be a good fit. Amari Cooper is great at running screens. He's great at running little tunnel screens and getting, you know, getting it into space and getting, you know, just running past all defenders. And that's what he's going to do. He's going to get it and break tackles. Dak has been struggling throwing the ball downfield. So you know what? Throw him a little bit of screens, open that game up. you or open the pass game up to go deep to Gallup as you saw Wednesday, or Wednesday, shit, as you <laughs> Sunday. saw Sunday against the Redskins. I was getting Washington and Sunday all mixed up, and Wednesday came out for some reason. <laughs> I don't know. I'm getting a little fired up. But. Washing day. Washing day. <laughs> But my but my point is is that this was a good trade. You're not going to get someone that good. I mean, if you tried to draft a wide receiver from 15 to 19, I think it's a mess. I mean, and to be honest with you, looking ahead to the draft, you know Dallas will probably draft defense anyways. I, I think they will. Their defense is good. Maybe another offensive lineman would have been in that 15 to 19 spot, but you can find somebody else there, especially in the second round. There'll be there'll still be plenty of talent where they're going to draft for the rest of the draft. I think they have a really good team right now, and what they needed was a number one wide receiver. Amari Cooper is a number one wide receiver, and yes, everyone compares this to Josh Gordon for some godforsaken reason. I've seen it all over Facebook and Twitter and ESPN. Well, the Patriots got Gordon for a fifth-round pick. Gordon's one failed drug test away from never playing a snap in the NFL again. So, yes, that's why they got him for a fifth-round pick. If Josh Gordon was clean, one, the Browns would have never gave him up. But, two, you would have had to spend two first-round picks on him because he's an absolute freak. The problem is is he has off-the-field issues. That's why they got him for a fifth. It really isn't that hard to comprehend, and it's a little bit disappointing that people are looking at that. But everyone wants to bash the Cowboys. That's always how it is. I'm going to back my team. I know a bad trade when I see one. I don't know why Brandon would say this is desperation. They need a number one wide receiver. Everybody knows that. The only way reason or reasoning that he may think that is because Jones came out earlier and said this should be a wide receiver by committee and not, which is understandable. Jerry Jones says a lot of stupid things. He's getting old and really senile. I think this is one of his better moves. Granted, the last two times he's traded for a top receiver, it's been bad. Roy Williams was bad. Roy Williams, they gave up a lot more than this, though. Yeah, what was it,
0: a first, a fourth, a first, and, a a fourth and a sixth, seven, I think, or, six, or something seven, like that. Yeah.
1: And then uh, before that, oh, I can't remember who it was right now, but wasn't that great either. Actually, it might have been Rocket Ishmael, Brandon. I'm not going to lie to you. I think it might have been. Rocket Ishmael. Who was trash. Man. So, oh, wait, no, not Notre Dame, though. No. Notre Dame, he was good, but in pro, he no good. Why? I don't know. He run 4-2, but can't catch football. <laughs> So, to recap, oh, this this was a good trade. Um, Dallas has the cap space for it, so I'm not worried about next year. They get they get him for another year at $13.9 million, which they just cleared out with Witten and Romo, Dez, all these guys. They're going to have to pay DeMarcus Lawrence. We know that, but they're probably going to tag him. Um, they don't have to pay Zeke for another two years. They don't have to pay Dak for another three years, which at the rate he's going, he's not going to get great quarterback money. He'll get decent money. So, you know what? I'm not too worried about this. If it doesn't work out and he goes into free agency, I don't think it's that big of a deal because at the end of the day, you're not going to get someone who's going to develop like that in two years from 15 to 19. Sorry, not going to happen. Great trade. Dallas is still going eight and eight this year. I mean, this isn't going to like help the world, but I think next year it's going to be really good for them. Now, granted, the way the NFC East is going right now, eight and eight might get them the division at this point. I mean, we'll get into it um, after the we get to our when we get to our picks about how they got screwed by the refs and Jason Garrett mostly. But, um, yeah, I, I, the way that Washington game ended pissed me off, and that was absolute that was trash.
0: And, uh, Jake, what's your take on the trade? I'll let you get in down this segment. You don't have to argue with either one. I just
2: want to get your take. All right, so I like the trade. You know, everyone knows, like Bear said, the Cowboys need the number one receiver, and even though he has dropped a lot of balls in, his past, or in the past, I do think him and Dak will get on the same page, and, it's going to help the Cowboys out. If they can get their pass game going, Zeke can get going and they can move the ball more efficiently on offense.
0: Yeah, yeah I, I totally agree. Yep. And, um, you know, I, they needed a number one. They didn't really have it. Now, they still have a committee. Uh, I hope they still keep Tavon Austin. They they can use him. If they use him properly, he is a threat. Amari Cooper is definitely a threat. Um, you know, Terrence Williams is done. He's gone. Um, he got suspended, I know. And they're not going to they won't use him much. Bryce Butler, hopefully they use him a little bit as it opens it up, as they go. I think Barry, you and I were talking about doing more uh, four wide receiver sets and open it up for for Zeke especially. Well,
1: well, and Bryce got cut to make room for oh, Cooper. Did he? Yeah, so Bryce is not on the team, which I I saw coming. They were gonna have to cut somebody. I was hoping it would be Terrence Williams, but unfortunately it's not. Um, he's supposed to get disciplined by the NFL here soon, so hopefully he gets cut too. That'll be great. Um, and I guess the only reason why they said they haven't cut him yet is because um, he's on IR. So, there's no need. He's not taking up a roster spot, but it sounds like Terrence Williams is on his way to getting cut. But, yeah, I mean, you run those four wide receiver sets and run Zeke as a single back, you're going to have Gallup and Cooper on the outside, Beasley in the slot, and then, um, Hearns can play the other slot. Hearns can play outside as well. You know, there's still three tight ends. You got Swame. Um, oh, crap, I'm Blake Jarwin, sorry, is the other one. And they have, um, I'm trying to think. He's a blocking tight end, so he doesn't play much. But regardless, they still have three tight ends. Are you talking
0: about the dude from Baylor?
1: Yeah, Rico. Rico, Rico Gathers. Yeah. Yep, I couldn't think of his name. You know, he gets out for a route every once in a while. I wish they'd use him a little bit more, but they don't. But my point is, is that I think with these little tunnel screens, it's going to open it up. And also it opens up a lot of stuff to Zeke, you know. You run the fake screen and hand it off to him, I mean, you're going to open a lot of holes. The offensive line isn't what it was two years ago, but it's still a pretty damn good offensive line. So I really think that this is going to help out if they call the correct plays with Garrett and Linehan still there. That's the scariest part of the whole thing. That's what worries me. That's why I still want them to go 7-9 and nine or 8-8, eight and eight, and they both get fired this year and get in. I think, Gary, who were you we talking about? For what? Who do you want to be coach? Oh, Romo.
0: Romo, absolutely. Take, take him out of the booth. Seriously, if you're listening to him when he was calling the plays and calling it down the line, you're like, why isn't this
1: guy coaching? Because he knows the offense. He this is this offense has this is the problem. It's never changed. He left and the offense hasn't changed. That's why he knows everything. I mean, Romo's a smart guy. He knows football, and he can predict Uh, plays for anybody. But he can, and you can see he can still read a defense, which knows he
0: he could be the offensive and defensive coordinator for the damn team.
1: He it would be a good head coach. I think if you gave him a coordinator spot or something like that, and get someone else in. But I'm just saying, if Dallas had somebody like Sean McVay, anything like you know, one of these young guys, Matt Nagy, who by the way is getting a bad rap, um, his kind of outcoach them. The Bears should be 5 and 1 right now. Almost 6 and 0. Oh. Right. They shouldn't have lost to the Packers. They shouldn't have lost to the Dolphins, and they almost tied the Patriots on a hill Mary. I don't know if you saw that. Absolutely insane. Um when I the bar down in Fort Lauderdale I was at, a lot of, you know, New Englanders, North northeastern people down there, all the all the Boston people come down and and do whatever the hell they do. So a lot of Patriots fans really annoying, besides that, and Dolphins fans. My goodness, they are bad too. And I was—I I don't, li- you know—I don't like the Lions, but I was rooting for them so hard because these Dolphins fans were so damn annoying down there. So between that, almost, uh, almost watching the Bears tie that game up on a hail mary, and watching all the Patriots fans sweat bullets was absolutely amazing. So, uh, you know, like I said, we'll get there when we get to more NFL picks. This is all about Amari Cooper but I'm really excited for what this has to bring, whether it's the rest of this year and then next year. you know, As long as all the key pieces stay, which I don't see anyone going anywhere, the biggest thing is going to be signing DeMarcus Lawrence, and we'll get there when we get to the offseason and preseason for next year and all that crap. But um, you know, I think this team certainly can be special. They need the right coaching, though. That's what needs to happen first. So I really hope that happens next year.
0: I agree with you. So let's get right into the college picks. So just to recap, we all went five and five. So we didn't have a losing record. <laughs> yeah, it was.
1: That was nice.
0: <laughs> yeah. So that that brings us back a little bit. We we all we we spread out quite a bit on our picks, and it all just happened to yeah. work out. So it's like, man, if we could have just combined picks like we do NFL, we'd look a lot better. So let's just get right into this. Um, the first game, uh, Alabama first off is, is off this week. So I'm just going to tell you now, number one, Alabama's off. F- number four, LSU's off. Number five, Michigan's off. Number 10, UCF's off. And number 11, Ohio State's off. Yep. A lot of bye weeks. So we just, I went right down the line and then I picked a few game big 10 games just to, to talk about uh, to make picks. So first one, let's get right into it. Number two, Clemson at Florida State. Florida State is given 16 points to start. Jake, you want to go ahead and just tell us what you got for that game?
2: Yeah, so Clemson's going to win. They're going to cover. I'm going to say forty-eight to seventeen.
1: I, I, I actually, uh, you know what? After last week, I really thought NC State was going to put up a fight in Death Valley, and they, and they didn't. They looked really bad, and Clemson looked really good. Clemson going to Florida State. Florida State has been bad all year. This has trap game written all over it. I honestly think Florida State can pull the upset. They are going to be very close in this game. I think at the end of the day, Clemson's going to pull it out, but it's going to be tight. I think it's going to be a three-point game, and Florida State's going to cover at home.
0: All right, and uh, Brandon has Clemson winning thirty-seven to fourteen.
1: Thank you. I was hoping that he would have uh, his his stuff on there. I I'm kind of disappointed. Um, you know, I'm watching you put these in as we're going here, but I was really hoping that we get the Brandon Clemson. Uh, 37 to 14, but I can't do that math to see if they cover or not. Well, so you guys put it we'll in. Well, wait
0: till we get out down here later. I had to put in his pick correctly for the <laughs> Kentucky game because he picked the wrong team. And then when he says who wins, I'm like, well, wait a minute. You picked the wrong team. Um, that sounds about right. So I think he gets confused. Uh, you I, think? I, right. I also have Clemson. I, I don't really have a score. Um, let's just say, what is it, 16, 35 to 10. Um, next, Notre Dame at Navy. Plus 24 for Navy. Brandon says, crack a cold one, Notre Dame wins 27-17. So Navy in plus 24. What does
1: crack a cold one have anything to do with anything?
0: Because he said Notre Dame's going to win. Crack a cold one for him. Uh, I also have Navy. Uh, I like uh, Listening to Brandon, he does know what he's talking about when it comes to Notre Dame, except for a few weeks. Now that I've seen Ian Book kind of drop off a little bit, I mean, or Ian Gold. Ian Gold drop off a little bit, <laughs> as, as Bear calls him, Give me Navy and 24, but I wouldn't be surprised if it goes the other way. It's just Navy's at home. I, I just don't see how Notre Dame is, is going to beat them by more than 24.
1: I don't know actually what Navy's home is. They're in San Diego. I think it's a neutral site for this. I don't think this is home. I think they're playing at the old Chargers Stadium. I'm pretty sure. The old
0: one in San Diego?
1: Yes, yeah. I, I'm pretty sure they are. But 24 is a lot with a running team. I mean, they're going to run a lot of that clock down. Navy normally plays Notre Dame tight they won't win but you know what it's i agree with brandon probably 27 17 it's going to be a be a hard-fought game for notre dame i wouldn't be shocked if navy gets up i think they have before and and brandon maybe can correct me if i'm wrong when he listens to this but i feel like navy's gotten up 10 nothing 14 nothing before on notre dame and notre dame's come back to win but um yeah definitely navy here close probably lose by seven i'd say and jake what do you got buddy
2: I'm going to go. Let's see. Notre Dame wins, Navy covers. Notre Dame wins 28-21 now. Okay. Navy covers.
0: And so we all have Navy there, is what it sounds like. Yep. All right. The next game we have number six, Texas at Oklahoma State. Oklahoma State plus three.
1: Bear? Um, you said where I'm sorry, where was it this is at Oklahoma State? Yes and Oklahoma State's plus three. That's tough. Like you said I, I, I didn't tell everyone else but you know I didn't get to look at this until 10 minutes before I left work today so um, I, I don't know if um, I don't know if Texas quarterback is still out. I wish I did here. I, I know Bouchelle came in and looked good two weeks ago or last week or whatever it was. Mm, man. Give me, give me, uh, this is going to be a push. Texas is going to win by three, but give me Texas by four just for fun.
2: It's going to be, it, it'll be close. Jake? Uh, let's do, let's see. Uh, let's go 32 28, Texas. Covers. So f- four
0: points. I also have Texas covering. Um, and Mr. Walzak had, or should I say Brandon Balsack, he has, <laughs> uh, he has uh, Texas Winning
1: thirty-one to twenty-two. Okay, good. I was I was hoping for that score there. Yeah,
0: he has a score there. So next game, number nine, Florida at number seven, Georgia. Georgia minus seven. He has Georgia wins twenty-six to twenty-one.
1: Mm, sorry for that slight pause. i like I said, that's that's tough. But Georgia at home, man. I think Florida. I think Florida's gonna come out and just play flat. To be honest with you. Um, I think Georgia has another tough matchup next week, or Florida does. One of the two. Florida has Bama coming up, I think, So, and I can't recall which, but it, it's got to be Florida. So give me Georgia by 10 here. I'm going to take them with the points there. I got nothing better than that.
2: All right, what about you, Jake? Uh, yeah, I agree with Bear. Uh, give, me, give me Georgia by 14 points this week.
0: I'm still kind of in awe of how they got their asses handed to them by LSU. So, granted, the game was, I believe, at LSU, correct? Yes. Yes, it was. Okay. So, uh, I'm going to take Florida. I think they're going to win outright. But just give me the plus seven anyway so they can lose by six, and I'll still get a victory. So, give me Florida as well. Next game. This kind of surprised me. Number – or, well, sorry, I missed one. Kansas State at number eight, Oklahoma. Oklahoma minus 24.
1: Um. Well, why does your thing say Kentucky? Is that supposed to be Kansas State?
0: I missed a. I missed the line.
1: Okay, I was confused. That's why I paused again. You're confusing the shit out of me here. Oklahoma, you said they're at home, correct? Sorry. Right. Okay. Yeah, 24 points is a lot. Dan Snyder's team always uh, contends. It seems like, but I don't think they do today. I think Kyler Murray puts it on them. So give me Oklahoma
2: big. Jake? Yeah, I'm going to go Oklahoma as well, big. I don't see Kansas State putting up that much of a fight this week.
0: All right, and I also have Oklahoma, I believe. Yes, I do. And so does Brandon, 48-17. to 17. Next game. This is what the game that shocked me. Number 12, Kentucky at Missouri. Missouri is a 6.5-point favorite at home.
1: See, so this makes me worry because Vegas is right a lot. You saw that with Michigan being minus 9.5 over Wisconsin when you didn't think that was going to happen. Well, I did. I said Wisconsin was gonna or Michigan was gonna win by two touchdowns. Okay, well they won and it by was seven. They won by like four touchdowns, didn't they? And it was
0: seven. That's why I was like they win by two touchdowns at least. I didn't okay. I didn't think that was close. My point is is that Vegas yeah. knows what they're
1: doing. They're, yes, they do. They're right more than they're wrong. Um, so I'm gonna go with Kentucky here, though. Like I said, I don't know if there's injuries. I don't know exactly what is going on. Missouri at home is not intimidating. Um, so without knowing if Kentucky has injuries or whatnot, I, I think they still win here in Missouri. I don't think they're that – I don't think Missouri's that good. So Kentucky outright. Outright. Jake? Yeah, I got Kentucky by 10 this week. Uh,
0: Brandon has – this is where he messed up. Uh, Missouri, I know what he means though. It says Missouri negative uh, six and a half, and he bolded them. I'm like, I don't think, I think he thinks they're plus six and a half. He probably was confused. He's like, really? And But because he, he has Kentucky wins 31 27. And I also have Kentucky winning I as well. I knew that, yeah. Outright.
1: Brandon hates, Brandon and I share a hate in Missouri, so that's about right. I, I know that he wouldn't pick Missouri. He's smarter than that. He's still a Notre Dame fan, but he's smarter than that. So what's next? West Virginia and I don't really? know who they're playing. Yeah, West Virginia
0: is at home to Baylor, and it's thirteen and a half.
1: That's it. Oh, uh, West Virginia easily. West Virginia wins big. I know they've not played. Uh, they haven't played great recently, but back at home, Will Greer still a Le Heisman hopeful. Um, they should beat up on Baylor here. What you got, Jake? Uh,
2: so let's see. I agree with Bear right here. West Virginia is just gonna rip the crap out of Baylor this week. I, they're they're gonna win big.
0: I I also think. Um, did I have West Virginia? Yes, I did. I think they bounced back from having their asses handed to them at Iowa State. They lost, what, 30-13, to 13, and then they had a bye week. So they've had a week off to think about it, and they're going to come out just whooping ass. So Baylor's not that great, and uh, so we'll see what happens. Brandon has this a lot closer than we do. Uh, by the way, he had the Kentucky game, 31-27 Kentucky. For this game, he's got West Virginia. It's, it's 13 and a half He has West Virginia by 17. So 34-17 for them. Next game, number 14 Washington State at
1: Stanford. Stanford is a three-point favorite at home. Bear. Um, Yeah, like you said, this is one of those that Vegas knows best. I mean, you wouldn't think Washington State being a one-point favorite at home last week against Oregon, then they blew the shit out of them. Um, Did not see that coming. So, like I said, I don't think Stanford wins this game. But, man, three points is... That's, you, that's you tough. You don't think Stanford wins? I don't. And they're the three-point favorite. I, I know, but it's just, like I said, It's it's got this stuck in my head with Vegas, you know, knowing these things. I'm going to take Washington State. Um, I I just have a feeling there's going to be a letdown, and I think that's what Vegas sees too. But, God, I'm going to be wrong on this. I know it. All right. What do you got, Jake? Uh, I got Stanford by six.
2: They're going to cover. You think they are going to cover?
0: Okay, and uh, so we'll see if Stat Guy out does the uh, podcast because I have Washington State winning outright as well. They are seven and zero against the spread in their last seven games. I just want to throw that out there. Really, Stanford's at home though. Yeah, but you know Washington State's got three points, so even if it's a two point game and Stanford wins, or it's a one point game. Yes,
1: yeah, this it. is always this is this is what I'm saying. This is always the game that Stanford ends up coming out and winning. You know, just because that's yeah, how Stanford by seven. They'll win gonna, by the last. And we're going to see is
0: Washington State for real or not. The last three years when they go to Washington, we're going to learn because the last three years they've got their asses handed to them against Washington. So we're going to see. Next game, um, number 18 Iowa. I'm looking forward to this game. Number 18 Iowa at 17 Penn State, five and a half. It opened at nine. And then by the time we looked at this, it was five and a half. Now it's up to six and a half. And I wanted to change it. I did change it. But then when I saw Brandon's score, I'm like, ah, I gotta leave it at what it is. And by the way, he had Washington State beating Stanford by 14, 24 to 10. Okay. So uh, Jake, I'll let you go first. What do you got? Iowa at Penn State, five and a half
2: uh, dog for Iowa. You know, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go Iowa. I'm going to go Iowa wins by a touchdown at Penn State this week. Okay. I, think, I think Iowa, you know, they play good under pressure. I think they're going to come out, and I think they're going to get the W. Yep.
1: Sorry. I absolutely agree. Uh, Penn State has Michigan next week, if I'm not mistaken, so they're going to be looking ahead to that, even though they shouldn't be. They've played, like, crap the last three weeks, so – You know, I I think Iowa beats him up a little bit. I'm surprised to see Brandon has Penn State winning. That's quite interesting. I would, you know, I just, when you get matchups against Michigan State, it's going to be a top five matchup with Michigan State on a bye. Um, You know, uh, it kind of surprises me. But I think Iowa wins this outright. And Iowa's been looking tough, very tough.
0: And this is only our second disagreement in this whole thing um, for all of us because the first one was Clemson and Florida State. So uh, Brandon has, like you said, Penn State winning by six. He has a close, so the, that half point is what what kind of swayed him. And I changed it to six and a half until I saw Brandon mm-hmm. score, and I'm like, I'm not going to do that to him. So we're going to yep. leave it at five and a half. Um, and then I also have Iowa. I have Iowa winning outright. They are they are eight and one against the spread in their last nine games. So give me them in five and a half, even if they lose. I don't think it's even by if they much. lose, it's
1: going to be by three. Yeah, right? exactly.
0: So uh, next game. Purdue at Michigan State. Michigan State is a two-point favorite. So I'll just go into Brandon's real fast. Brandon has Purdue winning outright 38 to 28. And uh, my pick also is Purdue. Uh, they're 5-0 and against the spread their last five games. Michigan State is 0-4 against the spread in their last
2: four home games. Go ahead, Jake. I'm going to ran on Ohio State. Oh, I wanted to do that. All right. Uh, you can do you, it. You both can. Go ahead. Well, let's just do this Michigan State game. Uh, let's, I, I'm going to say Michigan State. I think they'll cover. I think they win by a point. You think Michi- who wins by a point? Michigan State's going to win by a point this week. So I'm Purdue gonna, covers. Purdue covers. I'm going to Michigan State wins. wins. Yeah, okay. Sorry about that. Yeah,
1: no, Michigan no. Michigan State's going to beat them. Um, Purdue played the absolute game of their lives against Ohio State last week at home. There is no chance that they win this game, no chance that they cover this. Michigan State will beat them. Um, yeah, but to, to go into this, um, I'll make it brief since Jake also wants to. Um, you know, Ohio State we knew is bad. I think I said it last week that the upset is there. Um, everyone was saying it. It was. I even. I said it was one of those that they're either going to get beat or they're going to blow them out, and they got beat, and they got blown out. It reminded me of the Iowa game last year. The offense just uh, – the play calling was just absolute trash. I was very disappointed in that. Um, you know, Urban just looks like he doesn't care. Now there's stuff saying that there are certain people that don't want to be there and all of this is going on right now. So I don't know exactly what's going on in Ohio State. They need to figure it out on this bye week. Um, I'm getting sick and tired of hearing all this crap. The defense we know sucks. Get rid of Shiano. It's time for him to go. He has not schemed anything. Even James Larinitis, the old Buckeye linebacker, said it, that the schemes are bad. He goes, the talent's there. The talent will always beat Ohio State. He said the schemes they're playing are terrible. He said there's no reason why the guys need to be running up to catch these guys. They need to be playing with them in front of them because they're better athletes. And I totally agree. Other than that, wide receiver still dropping balls again. Haskins still threw for over like 330, I think. I mean, I know some of that was in garbage time, but the dude's still playing all right. But if you're not getting the play calls you were earlier in the year, what's going to happen? So I don't know if it's still day playing the calls, if it's Urban in his ear overturning these calls. I don't know what's going on right now. But that was that was really bad. It was absolutely embarrassing. Um, you know, I knew it was going to be a tight game, but for God's sake, you, did, blown say, out by you did say, sake. and
0: I listened to this, that you said they're going to be on the biggest upset alert, and you were absolutely right.
1: Yeah, like you said, it was one of those games that it wasn't going to be close. It was either Penn State, or I'm sorry, it was well, I meant Purdue would beat them close is what I meant on that. They would beat them, or Ohio State was going to blow them out. It was either or, and they got it, blown out by was Purdue. Like, it
0: was Iowa all over again. And then at the end year. of the
1: game, you saw they gave up. It was the exact same thing. It was extremely disappointing, but you know what? When they're college kids and the defense is getting beat up like that, and you're just getting ran all over, I mean, it's easy to give up, and that's exactly what they and, did. It was very, very disappointing. What'd to you watch. say
0: about Dwayne? He threw for how many?
1: I think he threw for 330 again. You're a little off. What was it? 470. Yeah, it was In that off. game, he threw for 470. Yeah. yeah. Jesus.
0: He, when you're playing from behind, as you know, he was throwing. So. so he
1: was probably at 330 when I stopped caring and started drinking but, more. You know how many?
0: Pa- just take it. Take a guess. I want you guys to see who's closer. How many passes did he throw that game?
2: He threw 54 passes. there 48. 73. <laughs> Holy <laughs> shit.
0: He had wow. 49 completions. <laughs> that's unbelievable. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, I mean, and, and that's the thing is that if you do that to start the game and you just are aggressive instead of going to these places, I think this is the only place – away that they've had a losing record at
0: they're yeah against the Big Ten against in the, last, the Big like, 10, Ten right years. yeah, yeah. The three no, and I guess three Stadium. and four three and five now yes or in and, the last 20 years I should and, say. and
1: you know it was a nice you know and this is the other thing and I'm going to get so much shit for this I already know it I love the story, and don't, do not mistake my words on this. The Tyler Strong, all of that, that is a great story. I'm happy to see that. I really am. But ESPN jammed that down everybody's throats all day. They had Rinaldi go in there mid-game and stopped watching the game and, and interviewed the kid for like five minutes. Even he wanted to watch the game. That ESPN was, you know, like I said, it's a great story. It's very sad what's going on with that kid. But come on, we're watching what? football. What? You, you did it on game day.
0: But remember, this do was, it at do it
1: at halftime.
0: Was this ABC or ESPN?
1: I, well, ABC and ESPN same are the thing. same thing.
0: Well, this that tells you everything. Disney company. So that's what they're going to yeah do, yeah.
1: yeah. Let's talk about Disney. Or we know about Disney. They're dirty. They, they own it. Dirty that's racist what it is. is what they are. And so. that's,
0: they own this. So that's what they do. You know they got to portray everything. Look at all their movies. Right. They portray everything. Oh, somebody's and that, and killed or like sad. Like I or said, you, disadvantaged you, and now we tell the story. Did, it was a Disney movie. You did it movie. on game
1: day. It you, was a Disney movie. I know. And you did it on game day, and it was a great story. And you know what, if you want to do it at halftime, that's fine. Don't do it at the beginning of the second quarter. Like, I'm trying to watch football. I know the story. I've seen it. I've seen it all week. I've read it. It's a great story. I donate to a lot of fucking cancer charities all the time, okay? I know it. It's in the family. I get it. But I'm trying to watch football, okay? It's football time. I'm with you. And ESPN and ABC and whoever, very disappointing.
0: And, you know, we're very charitable here. And and like we said, we're going to – I already paid for the table for us. Uh, We're going to go to the charity event for Leading Families Home, Winter Wonderland. Mm -hmm. We're looking forward to it. Uh, The eight of us are going to be there, so it will be – Bear, Jake, me, Brandon, and uh, girlfriend, girlfriend, wife, hot friend. will all be there as well. Uh, we, we talked about an idea. I I, I don't know. I, you got through text. Jake, you didn't see I'm going to have to add you to our text conversation so you can see the stuff we talk about. But um, So I said that we need to get a giant gummy bear. That's going to be our centerpiece because we talk about gummy bears. And then we're going to get hooks for little gummy bears and hang them on our gummy bear. And instead of getting, like, a Christmas tree stand, I want Jake, because I know you can do it, build us a little tree stand so we can put him in, like, a deer tree stand on the table with our podcast That stuff. can be done in 20
1: minutes. If we have all those, how long do you think it takes for Brandon to eat all the gummy bears? I, and including the big one?
0: I I, I don't know. And, uh, I'll get
1: over under a 12 minutes.
0: Yeah, I agree. Um, so... Quickly with college football, and then I'm going to thank some of our sponsors um, before we get to NFL. The, did you guys see that Corso about died when he had popcorn thrown on his throat on college Corso's game day? a
1: 100 years old, so he has a chance to die at any moment when he's out there.
0: Yes, this is absolutely true. But um, yes,
1: I did, and they all did it for the Washington State guy and yeah, yeah, all of that fun stuff. But yes, I was that was very interesting to see. Yes, that. I
0: totally agree. I'm kind
1: of disappointed. I, I prefer when he curses instead of eats popcorn on college game day.
0: I agree. And uh, so, as always, we want to thank Wes Anderson for moments in time. Give him a follow on Twitter at Songs by Wes and Wes Anderson Music on Facebook. Thanks to All Wear Clothing, the official merchandise provider of Over the Line Sports Podcast. Thank you to Crandall's Quality Lawn Care, the official mowing service of the Over the Line Sports Podcast. Thank you to... Uh, Not for me. Yeah, Right. And uh, thank you to... Verizon, true business, true technology business partner, and of course, PNC, and they can help you with all of your personal needs. And you know what? I'm going to give a, a thank you, because I, I don't anymore, to ex-wife. Thank you for letting us use your garage. I happen to know and see that you wrote us a note on the board, which <laughs> I think Bear's going to put us on uh, uh, Twitter there. She found out we're here. She must be listening. And uh, it says, if you want to continue using my garage, rent is due on the 1st. So I guess we must uh, scramble up some money and uh, I don't know how much she wants. Maybe, uh, hey, ex-wife, if you listen to this, if you'll just tell me how much money you want, we'll get you some money. I, I don't know what else you want.
1: I, zero dollars and zero cents.
0: Yeah, I, I'll give you... A, that's a good amount. We'll give you gummy bear wrappers. We throw them in your trash anyway. Yeah,
1: that's, that's probably why she knows. Yeah,
2: exactly. What hey, do you got to say, Jake? Hey, tell ex-wife that uh, stat guy says that uh, she'll get a case of Lite for rent.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Even though she, I don't think she drinks, but... Uh, you know, we'll give her some of that. And, and thank you. And I'm kind of happy she doesn't drink because we leave our liquor stashed here for when we do our shots pre-show. By the way, Salted Caramel Crown, Bear introduced it to us. Very awesome.
1: Very awesome. Yep, you're so, welcome. Absolutely delicious. Absolutely. That's, that's actually thanks to Nate. He's the one that got it for me.
0: And thank you, Nate. And, uh, again, thank you to all our sponsors. All right, so right into NFL. Uh, the picks last week, Brandon actually beat us. He was 11-3. and three, Did and, he? Yeah, he was 11-3, and three, and you and I were both 9-5. and five, Time right? to quit. Yeah, I know, right? And uh, where, where are we sitting at
1: now with uh, the pigskin pick'em? Well, we are tied. Um, tied for first with Mr. Perfect. He's had two weeks where he has beat us by four, so he's back up. Tied with us in the lead right now. We're both tied at 68. V. Elise is in third right now. Who the it's hell a, is that? We ask every week. And no one's came out and told V-Elise, us. I don't know.
0: Please tell us who you are. Yes, We want to know. We need to see who you are. Give us a... He
1: slash she is at 67, or it could be an animal playing on ESPN. I don't know, so I can't I, I If you can't do listen,
0: please give us a uh, follow on Twitter, at Pod. Tell us who you are, because I think we're going to end up throwing you some swag anyway, just because we're trying to figure out who the hell you are. Yeah, really.
1: I, I need to know this. I don't like these. Um, West Texas Rednecks is at 66 with uh, Gary's side team, Wellington Winners. It's like your side piece. Is it 66. 66. Yeah, because
0: yes. I remember I told you I forgot to play that Brahms-Jets game on there. I forgot it. That's because I know I'm
1: at 67 with you. That makes so, sense.
0: Yeah, so that helps me keep us in line with what we're sitting at because we realized we were 10 games off. We I would also up to date.
1: I would also be uh, remiss if I didn't say this that hot friend beat us by two and she certainly rubbed it in yesterday so shut I shut up are you serious? Yeah she put up 11 last week. Um, wow and made wow. fun and made fun of me because her as the Browns fan I picked the Browns to win she didn't then got mad that they lost and then was happy though that she picked Tampa and then made fun of me for picking the Browns. follow that as you will. Regardless, she's by like, the way they got
0: screwed too. Let's yes, yes, that they there. did. Uh, there again. was a lot of
1: bad calls in that game, um, but she's only ten back, so not doing too shabby either. How Jake do? And once again, <laughs> once again, I I do not even think about making her picks, as you can tell. Maybe I should start getting advice from her because I'm not doing so hot. Let's see, Jake, Jake, Jake. Uh, put up a what is that a is that an see, eight? Jake? Oh no no that's a zero. <laughs> that's a zero. Jake, that's that's Jake. two that's two zeros in three weeks.
2: Yeah. That. Do you oversleep for a week? Think yeah, too that, many actually, Miller that lights. actually that actually did happen last night. I think two weeks ago it was a couple uh, one too many Miller lights, but last <laughs> week I think I just slept in too late. Yep.
0: <laughs> and then uh, uh, what did ex-wife do?
2: Um,
1: zero. Really? She, she did zero. Yes. She forgot to play. Yes, yeah, she did. Ah, oh, good. A lot of zeros there. She deserves it. Wait. Uh, Seven. I was looking at the wrong week. Oh still. Sorry, Peter. Jake did six. I, I was looking oh, at the wait, wrong yeah. week. That was my bad. I did six. He did zero the week before. You That's got what six. it was. I got six. Six. <laughs> you suck.
2: I do suck. Holy crap. <laughs>
1: that was my bad. You did zero the week before. I was I was looking at the wrong week here.
0: All right. So this week we've got uh week eight picks. The buys are
1: Atlanta, Dallas, Tennessee, and the L.A. Chargers. I have Ohio State and Dallas on a buy this week. What am I supposed to do? I don't even know how that works. I don't, I don't know what you're supposed to do either. I, I mean, seriously, how am I supposed to watch football this week? The uh, You know what? We're just going to have to hope. We're going to have to watch our picks. Oh, no, that's right. I'll just be stress-free and not have to worry about refs screwing over the Cowboys. But, yeah, that'll be fun.
0: I agree. So, um, quickly – well, I don't want to say quickly. Let's just get into some of these things here. So Thursday night we got Dolphins at Texans. Jake, I'll let you lead this off since uh, we don't count your picks into our OTL Sports Pod. But remember to put them into the pigskin. Pick them, please.
2: Yeah, I got them. I got them on my document this week, so I'll make sure to get them in. Uh, Thursday night, I got the. I'm gonna go with the Dolphins over the Texans Thursday night. Really?
1: Wow. I yeah, have um, the Dolphins. Uh, Houston's been on a big roll here, just beat up Jacksonville, definitely taking the Texans here. I think that they're still going to stay on a roll, and Miami is beat up. They are not the same team they were. Albert Wilson's going to be out the rest of the year, has been their uh, electric playmaker. So definitely give me the Texans here. Um, I don't think it's going to be big, but this is going to be the best the Texans look, and I think that defense has a chance to hold them 10 points unless less this week.
0: I also have the Texans, and as does Brandon. So we can nice. mo- we can move on to the next game. That's going to be
1: one of those agreement weeks, isn't it? It looks like that. Um,
0: next game: Eagles at Jaguars on Sunday morning in London.
2: Jake, Jake? go ahead. Oh, see, I went back and forth. I, you know, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with the Eagles. I'm gonna go with the Eagles Sunday morning in uh, London this week.
1: Both teams looking really, really bad lately. Um, I I wanted I want to pick the Eagles to jinx them and hope Jacksonville wins here. But you know who the Eagles have in two weeks coming up? Dallas. The Cowboys. And I think they're starting to maybe get a little bit nervous and look ahead to that. I don't know who they have next week, but um, two East Coast teams on a London game. Nothing exciting, really. Uh, No one has to travel from the West Coast. I love waking up at 9.30 to watch these games. So I am going to hope that my reverse jinx works. Pick the Eagles. Go Jaguars.
0: And Brandon also has the Eagles, and I do as well. So another outright Eagles for us. Okay.
2: Next, Jets at Bears. Uh, I'm gonna go with the Bears this week at home. Jets are way too inconsistent this year.
1: Oh uh, yeah, Darnold going away has been just treacherous. Besides the first week at Detroit, and he gets to fight, he gets to hang out with Khalil Mack this week. Yeesh. Yeah. Uh, Darnold probably two pick sixes this week.
0: Bears big. Bears as well big. Uh, so Bears is a podcast. And next game, Buck, Buck, Buck? Bucks, <laughs> not the Buckeyes, the Buccaneers at the Bengals. Jake, I know you're a Bengals fan.
2: No, pick the Bengals every week this year. I'm gonna stick with it this week. Go with the Bengals. Hooday, baby.
1: You have to. Tampa isn't good. Their defense isn't good. They should have lost to the Browns last weekend and got lucky. Um, a couple headshots on Baker that weren't called. Uh, the NFL, uh, the NFL refs are really, really bad in dropping the ball this year. I. I think also after the Bengals got embarrassed last week in Kansas City that they're going to step it up here, and Dalton should have a good game.
0: And uh, Brandon also has the Bengals, and I do as well. So, Bengals again for a podcast. So, the only difference here is that uh, that game with Jake taking – you took uh, – who would you take? Dolphins. all The Texans. Yep. All right. So, next game is Sea Chickens at Lions.
2: Jake? So, uh, I'm going to go with the Lions at home this week. Stafford's going to – Saffer's going to have a
1: good game. Uh, yeah, this actually has potential to be a really good game. Seahawks coming off of a bye. Lions coming off of a nice win in Miami. Um, I like to think that the Seahawks could win this game, but they won't. They I don't know how healthy they got over the bye. I'd imagine a little bit. Depends how dunk Baldwin is. Uh, L- Prater, game-winning field goal. Lions by three. Uh,
0: Brandon also has the Lions, as do I. So, again, as a podcast, we're taking the Lions. Broncos
2: at Chiefs. Uh, after the whooping the Chiefs put on the Bengals last week, uh, they're going to keep rolling. Chiefs win big. Yeah. Um, they played,
1: you know, the Broncos played them tough in Denver, but they're not in Denver this time. Chad Kelly just got arrested for beating off in some girl's house or something like that. I don't know what he was doing. A little bit of distraction there. Chiefs are going to just roll over And he Denver. got released?
0: Yeah, he got, he re- got check, yeah, he got released today. Released, yeah. yeah.
1: Did you see his mugshot? Yeah. He they they showed him with like Mr. Potato Head and uh the Cristiano Ronaldo crap statue that they made. His eyes are all wonky and stuff. Oh man.
0: Oh my gosh. It's fantastic. Brandon <laughs> Brandon also has the Chiefs as do I. So again, podcast Chiefs. Now we get into something that is going to probably break our our streak here. Redskins at Giants. I'll throw it out there right now. Brandon took the Giants. Jake, who do you got?
2: I'm gonna disagree with that. I got the. I'm gonna go with the Redskins coming into coming into Giant Stadium. I think they're gonna win. Eli is just way too inconsistent. You know, they got Saquon, but you know, Redskins Redskins win by ten.
1: This is gonna be the only time I'm gonna be able to get my Cowboys ran in, so I'm gonna do it now. Um, They should not have lost against the Redskins last week for two reasons. One, a lot of bad calls. Um, Go back and look. I think uh, Dallas had about six more penalties than Washington did. A lot of interesting hold calls. And then, of course, the uh, snap infraction from a 14-year veteran who's never had a snap infraction in his entire life, who does the same exact thing. And the only reason why is because, once again, the refs, I think, had a little little money on Washington there. Uh, I think there were, what, minus two in that game or something like that? And they ended up winning by three. It's quite interesting. I am uh, normally not one for conspiracy theories. That was bad. He did the same exact thing the next snap like he has done for the last 14 years. I don't know if you you know who Pat McAfee is, right? Of course. Yeah, he did a big thing on it saying how bullshit it was and how the NFL needs to apologize right now. I mean, he was a punter. He knows all of this. So quite ridiculous, absolutely disappointing. Um, I, was, I was so mad to see that. Regardless, I was very happy with uh, Brett Maher, um, you know, saying, you know what, doesn't matter what happens. I should have made the kick. I thought that was very classy of him. It wasn't his best time to miss his first kick since the first one, but – and, so be it and like, regardless if it's from 47 he makes that that what doesn't jim hit the upright. jim man
0: said and then Roman said you're a genius because he's right if it was the same exact kick from 47 it was in you kind of curve. saw he
1: kind of pulled it a little bit you saw it like he <coughs> but he did it on purpose he knew what he was doing and like if it was from 47 it was good regardless it should have been from 42 because they jumped off sides on that i'm i'm so disappointed that's the case with all that being said I really want the Giants to win this game. They are one game away from firing Pat Shermer, though, and unfortunately this is going to be the game. They're a crappy, mediocre, crap Redskins. They're going to go to 5-2 and and still going to finish the year at 8-8 after they lose to Dallas later in the year again. Give me the Redskins.
0: And uh, so for me, um, it, it comes down to me on this one and who we're going to take. So it's going to be an interesting game to see what happens. So I'm going to take a Giant win by the Redskins so give us the Redskins as a podcast sorry Brandon that's not gonna happen next Browns
2: at Steelers Brandon has the Steelers you know I feel like I'm gonna be the only one doing this this week but I'm gonna go with the Browns at Pittsburgh you know the Browns have been pretty up and down but they've been their defense is still playing playing pretty good Uh, I think Baker has a pretty good week against the Steelers defense Uh, I think the Browns win
1: I um I don't. I don't think the Browns win. I don't think that they tie. I think that um, Pittsburgh is going to beat them up here. The Browns have been really, really bad in Pittsburgh over the years. I don't think it's going to change now. I think it will eventually. I don't think right now. Um, Gary, you go ahead, and I want to ask you a quick question, too.
0: Um, the Steelers. And so we as a podcaster are taking the Steelers.
1: So Le'Veon has to come back week 10. Right. Okay. Or he's, yeah. It's week 8. 8, yep. Do you think he comes back week 10? And if he do, what do you think happens with that?
0: If he Well, he, he has to, to to become the free agent and be credited the year. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, he's screwed. So, he will come back. What, what do to I Pittsburgh?
1: Think? Do you think he gets traded before then? The trade deadline is next Monday. Next
0: I think. Monday. Um, there are teams out there that could use him. I just don't think that they're going to give that up for him. Like The one that always comes to mind, because this is how the world works, is the Patriots. But... I don't see them giving up some crazy first-round picks for him when he could just leave at the end of the year if he wanted to, if he got traded
1: there. Yeah, but they won't pay him. Um, I think if you're Pittsburgh, you ha- you have to get whatever you can get for him right, right now. I agree. Whether it's a player, whether he goes to, you know, which is stupid because they have David Johnson, but whether they trade him for Patrick Peterson in Arizona, you know, there's so many places that he could go and do this where he could be useful. The Jets, you know, Bilal Paul just went out with a neck injury. They said potentially career-ending. So really all they have is Isaiah Crowell. I mean, the Jets have capital. They have money, a place where he could go. You know, uh, he's got to come back. But I think that if if he comes back to the Steelers, finishes out the year there and gets signed, I think the Steelers just, I mean, they screwed themselves. You could get, even if you got, I mean, you can get anything for this guy. First-round pick, third-round pick, sixth-round pick, all, you know, you don't have to get two firsts, any of that. But I think that Khalil Mack kind of screwed that over. It'll be interesting to see what happens. But I, I think if the Steelers don't trade him, that's just they've they've lost. They're done. Absolutely done. I think all of them. It's over after that with them.
0: Yeah, and uh, see, I didn't pay much attention to fantasy stuff this this past week. I had Kareem who went off, but I knew I was going to lose regardless. So you just informed me that uh, Paul is done. So I need to get rid of him. <laughs> it's yeah.
1: No. Yeah. He has a serious neck injury. Um. So yeah, they said like they said it might be career-ending. That was it was front-page news today, which was kind of surprising. It was a little bit. It's always tough to see those, um, you know, like you're seeing the Ryan Shazier. But it's nice to see him walking again and getting back. But when you get injuries like those, it's a little bit disappointing. So go ahead and drop him off your team because he ain't gonna do you any good.
0: Well, and, and the good thing is Zeke's on a bye,
1: so Cohen gets to start for me this week. So Cohen should be starting do. for you regardless. I know. I, I picked. Someone dropped him in my other league, and I picked him up on. It was like a Friday night. It was like at 10 o'clock. I don't know who. It, someone dropped him on like a Thursday. He went all through Friday, and I saw him on Friday night. I was looking. I was like. What the hell? Like, of course I'm taking Cohen. I'll drop anybody for Cohen. I think I ended up dropping Peyton Barber or something who's yeah. trash. And I played him the last – and that was on the buy because he was on a buy. Right. So I picked him up in the last two weeks. He's done like – because I'm in a one-point PPR there. So he's done like 29 and like 20.2 or something. I'm like, this is great. Thanks right. Thanks for that.
0: Yep. And it's been tough because, uh, you know, I got Zeke, got Kareem. He won't go in over them. Zeke had a bad week with four. And then, you know, have Philip Lindsay, who's been a point getter, because out of the backfield, he gets catches like you're saying. So, between him and Cohen, it's tough, but Cohen's probably going to be in there from here on out yeah, for You're going to have
1: two little backs this week, and and Lindsey should get enough junk time against the Chiefs to yeah. put up a decent day, I would bet. Actually, he might be good in DraftKings this week. I might use him. Yeah, he should he be might cheap. Be.
0: Exactly. So, um, I don't even, so, we said Steelers. So, Steelers is a, yeah, is a right. podcast. No, it threw me off. Um, Jake, what do you think, man? What do you think happens with on?
2: Anything? See, I made the big mistake uh, – during fantasy picks this year, I picked him in like two of my leagues thinking he'd only be out for maybe four or five weeks, but you know, he's been out this whole time. You know, I think you know, I think Pittsburgh should get rid of him. You know, they're not going to pay him the money he deserves and like Bear said, the Jets or someone, they're going to have the money to pay Le'Veon or there's plenty of other markets where Le'Veon could go and those teams can pay him and he can thrive on any of those teams as long as he has a half decent quarterback who can throw the ball and a half decent line who can you know make holes for him he's gonna he's gonna have a great year you know anywhere he goes.
1: So if you had to pick a team that he gets traded to who do you think? Who do you guys think? I mean I think I think the Jets it's just they have the most cap space. You know they have a poor running back situation. You have a rookie quarterback. Le'Veon's still what 28 I think 27? I mean he's still young I think that the Jets would be the best place for him. They have a promising defense. If Darnold shows vast improvement, even not even vast, he shows a little improvement over the next couple of years. I mean, the Jets are gonna, the Jets will take that division over. The Patriots are, I'm telling you, I think I said in the beginning of the year as my hot take that they're about done. It's, I mean, it's not looking good right now, but it's it's close. It is. So I'd say the Jets are the best fit for him, and I think that's where he's gonna go. I would
0: say the Jets as well, um, just because how the world works. I think New England could be in there, in the conversation. I don't know if they'll pull the trigger. You know, they lost. Who did they just lose? They lost Sony Michelle,
1: right? Um, yeah, but they said it was as major. It looked really bad. Uh, yeah. I was watching that. I saw that actually live at the bar. It looked really bad. Like he tore his ACL and blew his knee completely out. He was bent over backwards and hit again. You know, one of those you see like offensive linemen usually. But um, they said uh, They said it. I think they said it's a meniscus sprain mcl sprain so they said two to three weeks probably but you know the patriots they keep winning they can hold him out and keep him get him healthy for the playoffs because kid's a stud and he's going to keep being a stud there um with james white that's a pretty good backfield so the next game
0: ravens at panthers brandon took the panthers at home jake
2: Uh, I'm going to go with Brandon right there. I got the Panthers as well.
1: I'm also going to agree with Brandon. The Panthers with an awesome come-from-behind win over Philly. Absolutely love that. Anytime the Eagles lose is great. Um, Panthers, I think, you know, Baltimore just doesn't play that well on the road. They also lost in demeaning fashion. Justin Tucker never has missed an extra point in his entire career, and I was so happy because I had the Saints plus two and a half and he missed that and that was the best thing ever. I hit a, I've hit hit, actually, I, I told you, I'm told, i in a bet league. I think I told you about that, right? I've hit four or more team parlay three weeks in a row now off of that. And that was a six. That was to hold my six. And then I had another four-team parlay in the afternoon where I had, or no, it was a three team. I had Saints plus two and a half, Rams minus nine. And then I had Dallas, minus, or Dallas plus one and Washington minus one. Played them both and ended up hitting for that. So I love that. Thanks, Justin Tucker. Appreciate it.
0: And I'm going to – thank you. Appreciate it.
1: Where's Brandon at? Uh, at we home. should we should have that clip and then just play it when he's not here. Cheesy poofs. Thank you. She's Appreciate it. The,
0: uh, so I'm going to disagree with all three of you. I'm going to take the Ravens here. Um, they have the best defense in the league statistically. Um, they are going to Carolina, who had, just had a great win against the Eagles. I still think, even though the Ravens do kind of struggle on the road – the Steelers are coming, and we have the Steelers beating the Browns. And uh, not like that. Ben might be, but uh,
1: only in an Atlanta bathroom.
0: Right. But uh, give me the Ravens because I just don't think they're going to let the Bengals or the Steelers get closer to them. You know. So we'll see. And what do you got to say, Jake? Go ahead. Let's say I thought the Bengals were in first place. Are they still? Oh, yeah. The Ravens lost. Yeah, the Ravens are going to keep. Well, then the Ravens are going to keep it close. So <laughs> let's go from there. We got the Bengals. Steelers are going to win too. So I'm going to take the Ravens this week. Colts at – so as a podcast, we're taking the Panthers, though. So Colts at
2: Raiders. Me, uh, neither team has played at all well this year. Um, At Raiders, let's go – you know, let's see. Let's let's go with Andrew Luck having a good game this week and T.Y. Hilton. Let's go with the Colts at the Raiders.
1: Yep, this game will be probably the highest-scoring game, I think, of the uh, of the weekend. And I know that's probably not popular with Minnesota and the Saints coming down the line here and staring us right in the face. But uh, two not great defenses. Um, the Raiders obviously just getting dismantled. Uh, the Colts looked really good against, granted, it was Buffalo, but they only gave up five points to Buffalo in Indianapolis last week. They have to travel to Oakland, so it'll be a little bit closer but I think the Colts are going to end up winning like 38-31 or something like that.
0: I have the Colts as well, so as a podcast, we'll take the Colts. I can see that being a high-scoring game. I think the Bengals and Buccaneers and the Chiefs-Broncos are going to go over that in terms of points on the overs. Um,
1: that Bengals defense has been really, really good, and I know they weren't against Kansas City. Kansas City is the best, best or second-best offense in football. I know I that the Rams are there, but the Bengals defense has been looking really good. So I just – you know, I, I, unless they put up 42 by themselves, I just can't see. I don't think they'll go over 50 in that game.
2: Well, the problem with the Bengals' defense when they're playing Kansas City, Kansas City spreads the ball out so well and they, they're they so fast that the Bengals don't have that speed on defense to keep up with them like that, you know.
1: And Vontaze perfect didn't get to punch anyone in the face or grab their groin or kick them in the head or whatever he does normally. So exactly. I think he got hurt again. He um, did get hurt, yeah. Did he? Yeah, yep. I, I thought so. Yeah, typical Vontez. That's karma for all the other dumb shit he does, so...
0: Right, next game, Packers at Rams. Uh, Brandon has the Rams. Jake, what do you got?
2: Uh, the Rams are what nine point favorite. Uh, I'm gonna say the Packers going to LA and the, and the Rams are what first loss. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the Packers. I'm gonna say Aaron Rodgers comes in and beats the Rams.
1: It's, I like it. That's bold. Um, I'm gonna go with that. It, it'll it, I think that it'll be a little bit closer, but the Packers defense is really bad. I think we all saw that on Monday night when they played the 49ers and squeaked out a win. Luckily. Gave up 30 to the 49ers. They just had a bye to rest up, get a little bit healthy. Unfortunately, the Rams have a really good offense. That uh, that defense just isn't going to stop. Gurley is going to have probably a monster day. I think that the Rams end up winning by 10 probably.
0: Uh, yeah, so the, the spread is, you said nine. Yeah, we fine. don't bet the spread. I think they beat him by more than nine. So give us the Rams podcast. Uh, yeah, and,
1: Rams. and hopefully Rodgers, that knee is healed because with Aaron Donald and the Dominican Sioux coming, oh, yeah. buddy. Good I'll, luck, man. Yeah, it's going to be Don't get rough me wrong. wrong.
2: That has the potential to be really bad for Aaron Rodgers with that Rams defense, that, oh, that D line. But, you know, Mike I'm going Mc- to go with that bold pick with the with Packers. you take like the Packers it. straight if, up. If Mike, McCarthy,
1: if Mike McCarthy ever gets his head out of his ass, they would be good, but he's wasting Aaron Rodgers' prime, and that's a fact. But normally, when they have a, a week extra week to plan for a team, I think that uh, they're going to be good. The problem is, is that the Rams played the 49ers last week and didn't show much. I would imagine so. There'll be a different a lot of different schemes. I think coming. McVay is is a, is the best coach in the NFL, smartest coach in the NFL. All
0: right, and so Rams here, Rams podcast. Like we said, uh, next game 49ers at Cardinals. Brandon has the 49ers on the road.
2: Jake, um, I'm going to go with the 49ers as well. I mean, they're both, what, horrible teams. What Josh Rosen hasn't done really anything for the Cardinals so far this year. You know, I'm, Garoppolo's hurt. You know, I'm still going to go with the 49ers on the road.
1: Um, I like the home team here. Uh, Cardinals already beat them once on the road, so I think that the Cardinals win at home just because it's going to be a crappy game. So, Oh, taking the Niners. I am taking the gonna, Niners.
0: Damn it. Sorry, I'm taking the Niners. We're trying to go road.
1: undefeated as a podcast this
2: week. That's going to be it. I know. 40. That's why you go with Stat Guys Picks. <laughs> Stat Guys Picks would
0: have had us with the Packers, the Dolphins. <laughs> that half of them wouldn't even been in. So. <laughs> you take the Browns, too. I did take the Browns. <laughs> yeah, you wouldn't even have made it, even if it mattered. Hey, uh-huh. I
2: guess we'll see come Sunday.
0: Yeah, you might outdo us. We'll see when we're looking at Pigskin Pick'em. Remember to get those picks in ESPN.com. Over the line. Sports Pod, right? I think. No, I think it's Podcast. Is it? I thought it was just. No, Over the Line Sports. Over the Line Sports is the name of our group. Got it. All right. Uh, yes, Niners for us on the road. Uh, Niners is
1: a podcast. Big game here. Saints at Vikings Sunday night. I think game of the week. Yeah, I, I totally agree. This is going to be a fun game. Uh, the Saints go back to the scene of the crime in the playoffs where Diggs caught a just miracle ball and beat him to not send him to the NFC Championship. I think the Saints come back and get their revenge. Um, they've been playing really good football. They are my Super Bowl pick, so I'm gonna stick with the Saints to beat the Vikings and get that revenge from last year's playoffs.
2: Jake? Yeah, yeah I'm gonna go with the Saints too. The way uh, what Drew Brees just hit what 50,000 career passing yards and 500
0: touchdowns. And 500
2: yep. touchdowns. And then you got Michael Thomas, who's catching was any, it, everything thrown to him
0: was it 50,000 it wasn't 50,000 passing it was
2: what like was it? he's it was like 50, 60
1: no it was like 53 oh. yeah yeah but he, he's got the record yeah you know? he, he 50, broke he broke Manning's plus. record yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Yep.
2: Well, either way I think uh Saints come out with the win the way Michael Thomas is running routes catching everything that's thrown to him and then you got Alvin Kamara and catching the ball coming out of the backfield Yeah, Saints are gonna win this week I I think, what, the Vikings are a one-point favorite, but I think the Saints come in there, and I think they get their revenge.
0: So, um, yes, I already have my pick. Bear, who do I have in the Super Bowl?
1: Uh, You have New England beating Minnesota. So, uh,
0: because of that, I'm going to take Bear's Super Bowl pick in the Saints, and we as a podcast are going to take the Saints. I agree with you guys, not Brandon. He's not here. The Saints are going to go in there. Drew Brees has just been hot. Not in the MVP t- or you know best player of all time, best quarterback of all time. Side note of Tom Brady, um, he should be in that conversation. The guy is incredible, amazing human being. He's going to go into Minnesota on that fluke play that beat him last year and knocked him out of the NFC. The opportunity to go to the NFC Championship. Drew Brees all the way, New Orleans. They're coming on hot. Lost their first game. That's it. They're going to win again. Keep that hot streak going. They're going into Minnesota and they're going to take that game. So sorry, Brandon, you are. Wrong. And uh, do we even have
1: to talk about the Monday night game? It's gonna well, be. I might. I might not even watch the Monday night game. It's gonna be such a shit show.
0: Well, we do. But hold on. I just wanted to, to throw out a, a a stat here for you, Jake. Um, Drew Brees. I, I knew fifty thousand was wrong. I was like, that sounds way wrong. He's at seventy two thousand oh, passing yards. Sorry,
2: sorry about I'm that. like,
0: there's something doesn't seem right here. Five hundred and one touchdowns. Um, the career leader is Peyton Manning. Five thirty nine. Uh, and then what, Brett Favre's at 508, Tom Brady's at 504. He's going to get up there this year, so is, is uh, Drew Brees. Who do you think, when it's all said and done, has, has more? Um, do you think, who's going to be the top? When Brees, Manning, and Brady are all retired, who's going to be at the top of passing touchdowns?
1: Well, Manning is retired.
0: No, I know, but when they're all done.
1: <laughs> uh, Brees. Brees has uh, a couple more years than Brady. I agree. He's two years younger. Brady, he, I know he wants to play till he's 45 or whatever, but I just don't see that happen. So I think Breeze will. And he's only, what, two behind him, three behind him right now, and they're both still playing, right? Three. He'll probably
2: catch him by the end of this year,
1: in my opinion.
2: Yeah, I, I think I also agree with both of them. I think Breeze is going to get there before Brady. I think he's going to have the all time records.
0: So, last game Monday night, Patriots at Bills. Bad weather probably coming in. It doesn't matter because they play in New England or Buffalo. Yeah. It doesn't matter. If there's bad weather either way. Um, Brandon, Patriots. Jake, you can make this easy, who you
2: got? I mean, let's just. If, if the Bills. Let's put it this. the Bills win Monday night, I will give each of you $100. If the Bills. Let's win, go, Bills! If the Bills win Monday night, <laughs> like and I'm going go to beat the Patriots. Go to I will Buffalo, give each of throw you $100. Banana
1: peels. You know the when Patriots, they go to Buffalo, they throw dildos and stuff, right? I mean, they been getting Tom Brady's eye, or he might take it into the locker room and not come back out.
0: Well, you already owe him
1: eighty, and you're going to
0: owe me twenty-eight. So I mean, you're going to owe him one eighty. You're going to owe, that owe
1: me one twenty-eight.
0: It's not going to happen. You're going to owe Brandon, who's not even here, a hundred. He's probably like, right, let's go, Bill. Brandon's
2: not here. He doesn't count. Oh, okay, sorry, Brandon. So yeah. <laughs> should have been here. That's if what the, you get. If the Patriots don't win at Buffalo Monday night. You guys will each get a hundred dollars. I feel
1: like I should just put a hundred dollars on, like, no, no, that wouldn't work. I was gonna say on the Bills money line, but that would be stupid. <laughs> <Yeah>. Never mind. <laughs> you, that was that dumb. That would be because you lose all the way around. <laughs> <laughs> I just lose a hundred dollars. <laughs> yeah. But if they won, and no, that money line's got to be ridiculous right now. No, watch, like, watch, because I, no, no, no watch you should, because
2: I say that Buffalo's gonna come out and win. And no, I'm no, gonna no owe that's all, you, all you guys do. money.
0: You should take the Patriots hundred bucks to win straight up because you can double your money it's one to one, double your money and then if they lose you still get hundred bucks it's a wash. Well it
1: won't be straight up.
0: Oh well, you I, probably get what I, like fifty bucks for a hundred dollars.
1: The Patriots are, it's going to be like they'll probably be like I, I don't even know I'd have to look it up probably like minus five thousand or something so yeah I might get <laughs> I get five percent of what I get back so I'd win five bucks. Well we're, I know
0: we're taking the Patriots as a podcast we're all taking the Patriots but I am like gonna root for the Bills this week. So I let's get, go. I have to now. Let's go, Bills Mafia. You know, as a podcaster, so I won't be
1: salty. I, I I'll want do to, a lot of things for a hundred dollars.
0: I, I want the Patriots to. Well, hold on a second. <laughs> Why
1: are you opening your diet Pepsi? Uh,
0: I know. I, I just wanted you to have a swig for a hundred dollars. Oh, Boy, okay. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. <laughs> All right.
1: So, um, yeah. Why it, does it look like one of those little seven ounce bottles? <laughs> <'cause>
0: <laughs> it is. Oh man. So uh, thank you for that. Let's. Uh, Draft- appreciate
2: it. <laughs> appreciate it.
0: <laughs> DraftKings picks. Um, quarterback, Jake, who you got? I got Mahomes. Yep,
1: smart. I mean, I'd play Mahomes every week if I could. Uh, this week, though, give me Kirk Cousins. I know that I picked the Saints to win, but that doesn't mean that there, there's going to be a lot of throwing in that game, so give me Kirky. We have four different quarterbacks here Andrew Luck for Brandon.
0: Of the Colts, he's got uh, Andrew Luck, who is going into Oakland. I think it's a good pick. You thought it was a high-scoring game, so it's a pretty
1: yeah. good pick by him. Uh,
0: I actually have Andy Dalton. Andy Dalton yeah. going against Buccaneers, terrible defense. What did I
1: just say? I just said he's going to come back home and have a good game. Yeah, so. you did. Smart, right. very smart.
0: Running back, Bear or uh, yeah, Bear. Screw it.
1: Kareem Hunt, Denver has uh, been really, right. <laughs> really, really bad against the run, um, and he's back at home. He just had a monster game at home against Cincinnati. I think he's going to have another one at home against Denver. So Kareem
2: Hunt's going to be my running back this week. Jake, uh, I got I got Todd Gurley. You know he's consistent every week. You know it's not a bad pick any week to pick him. So I'm going to go with Gurley this week.
0: Brandon also has Gurley at home against the Packers. Me, I am taking James Conner. Uh, the last time he played the Browns, which was week one in Cleveland, mm-hmm. it was 135 yards rushing, five catches, 57 yards, two TDs. So I yeah. think he does it again. By the
1: way, Gary, I don't know if you saw Gurley on DraftKings is $11,000 this week. Wow. I've never seen a player that high. I, I don't recall seeing a player that high in a long, long time. 11000 And that's ends. regular. That's not the captain shit. Yeah. No, that's, that's regular. The 11 growls. Like, holy crap. Yeah, so as a captain, he's 16 and a half. It's ridiculous. Wait, maybe that was FanDuel. Uh whatever. It was one of, one of them is eleven grade. Well, it we might can, be FanDuel.
0: We can check that out and while we're looking into it. Uh, Jake, why don't you give us your wide receiver for the
2: week? Uh you picked Dalton for the quarterback. I'm gonna go with AJ Green for the wide receiver. I think you know, I think they I think he has a big week against that Buccaneers uh, secondary. Oh yeah, that that would be that'll be a good stack. That not, I mean people, that was FanDuel for you by the way.
0: Wasn't? Ninety eight.
1: Ninety eight. Yeah, it's still a lot. That's still a lot yeah. on DraftKings. Lemion's
0: uh, eighty one, <laughs> and he's out. He's on here at eighty one hundred.
1: That people and people will probably play that too. These guys that have all the I money. will they probably play it. Well, no, they'll have a hundred fifty lineups. That'll be one of hundred and fifty. So it won't really matter. Right. Um, my wide receiver, I'm pairing with Kirk Cousins, we've talked about him earlier, he is the best wide receiver in the NFL, Ooh. he has 7 straight 100 yard games, and it will be 8 after this week, Adam Thielen, he is going to have probably, you know, let me give you a stat line here I'm going to go 11 catches 126 yards and 1 touchdown this week
0: Okay. Um, I think he gets like 14 catches and probably 150 and a touchdown um, The the wide receiver for Brandon Antonio Brown against the Browns Solid pick, and uh, he tears them up all the time. And then me, Jake, you and I have the same. I paired up uh, A.J. Green with Andy Dalton.
1: Actually, now that I think about it, because we do a fan duel thing with some people, just three guys at work, and we do it whoever wins gets to pick lunch, whoever finishes dead last has to buy lunch. I have Brown and Thielen this week, both I'm playing, with Cousins I think as my quarterback, so that's kind of where I'm getting this from. But, I mean, if you can get both of them in a decent lineup this week, there's a lot of low-end running backs that you can play if you can get that on DraftKings or FanDuel with one of those quarterbacks, whether it's Roethlisberger or whether it's Cousins, I think you're in for a pretty good day.
0: So I, I wanted to to tell you this. Um, in my work league, you know, it's a 12-person 12, 12 league or 10 per I can't even remember. Um, ex-wife is in it. She's 5-2. and two. I mm-hmm. uh, may or may not have helped her dad draft that team. And uh, and this week for her, I helped her out. She asked me where I works, She's like, hey – I have people on bye week, who should I pick up? So I pick her up, Miss Trubisky, 30 points. Pick her up, Marlon Mack, 30 points. Yep. She destroyed them, who she was playing. My team, I, I just want you to hear this, so I told you how deep it is. Tom Brady, Christian McCaffrey, Alvin Kamara, Julian Edelman, Josh Gordon, Adam Thielen, uh, Njoku, Olsen, Kirion Johnson, kicker doesn't matter, Vikings defense, and um, Philip Lindsay is on my bench, as well as Leonard Fournette.
1: So, yeah, who's been hurt for the last four weeks. I
0: just picked him up because I was like, you know what, I'm deep at running back with Kamara and Christian McCaffrey and, um, and, and Kirion Johnson and Philip Lindsay. So I'm like, you know what, I need to have him. And I was interested to see you know, how that all went. So this week I play the Asian Pollock. Who I always talk about. <laughs> yep. He has Mahomes, Connor, Barkley, Hopkins, Brown, Burton, Hilton, Buckner, oh, and Ravens. I'm gonna get oh, beat up. Oh,
1: you might be in some trouble this week. Oh, dude. Holy he, crap, that's a hell of a team.
0: Yeah, he has a he has an amazing team. Wow. And, right, and that's how I felt about it too. And ex-wife. Oh, I'm sorry. She's four and three. So she has. Uh, Roethlisberger. She took, she put him in against Cleveland and took out Trubisky. Okay, against the Jets. Kareem Hunt, Marlon Mack, Golden Tate, Juju Smith-Schuster, Eric Ebron, Belil Powell. Which, <laughs> like you said, she better take out. Um, on her bench, she has Henry Jones, Reed, Crosby. So she and Peyton Barber. So she's probably gonna have to put in Barber over Powell. I'll have uh. to let her know. Um, but she's playing her best friend, who is Owen Seven. Ugh. The Lynette, who's in our pigskin pick'em. Yikes! Yeah, she's having a rough year this year, so should be interesting to see. Um, tight ends, you know. I know we we know Brandon has one. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we think uh, he has Kyle Rudolph against the. Of course, Saints. of
1: course he does. What does this note say? <laughs>
2: Jake,
0: what do you got, buddy?
1: Tight end.
2: Uh, I got Travis Kelsey with the uh, Chiefs this week yep
1: Mahomes and Kelsey it's not bad um I'm going Gronk there's just he has to break out eventually and what better place to do it than Buffalo where he's crushed him over his entire career so give me Gronk
0: and we're gonna have four different tight ends give me George Kittle 49ers we all have a different
1: tight end no one's tight end's always the same yeah I know just a fact
0: what are you doing you can tell us it doesn't matter yeah, oh, I know what you're doing. Never mind. All right, defense. Since Brandon always had to have this, Brandon's defense is the 49ers against the Cardinals. Oh, my god! Really? That's yeah. his pick this week? That's his pick. Jesus. Jake, what do you got, buddy? Defense.
2: Defense? I got the Pats.
1: Yeah. It's good. I'm
2: going to go just – out of the out of sync here. I'm gonna go with the Pats. That's, yeah, because cool. you
1: don't want to pay that hundred
2: dollars. You're gonna go with the Patriots.
1: <laughs> Makes sense.
2: I mean, let's, let's think about this. The Bills do not have a good offense. No, they, they just they just they scored do... five points. Not even five. <laughs> they, they, scored, not... they scored three. They scored three. Not... No, Brandon's yeah. like Brandon's. They scored
1: five. I said no. They scored yeah, three. They, scored, they kicked a field goal. Because he said the Colts they're not even defense. gonna
0: score. <laughs> yeah,
1: Colts defense is bad. Um, I, I'm I'm going with the Bears this week. That's so easy. They're the top pick too freaking easy. This the week. Bears. Too same easy. here.
0: It's way too easy. I totally agree. And I hope that is right. All right. So, last thing we have here for the show. In recent memory, we've had dynasties of Alabama, New England, and Golden State. Who do we see as the next Did dynasty? you say Golden
1: Tate? No, Golden oh, State. Okay. Sorry. I just wanted to Who get my Notre Dame plug in because they're my the favorite team ever.
0: Next dynasty or dynasties and why? So, Brandon and I had the same three, which is quite funny. Um, but you know let's go let's just start do we have anybody as a
2: dynasty in basketball I got Celtics I think they're going to I think in the next few years you got Brad Stevens you know he's what one of the youngest best coaches in the league you got Kyrie and Hayward as long as they stay healthy and can stay together you got Tatum and Brown you got what Mark, Moore, Mark McMorris you got a bunch of people on that team as long as they can keep that team together I think they can win a bunch of championships
1: yeah, um, in basketball, I'd agree. There's really nobody else. I mean, like you said, the Lakers are going to lose some young kids this year, so I don't. they could be a dynasty if they all stuck with LeBron. I do think they could if they got there, but you're right, Boston has the best chance. Brown, Tatum, Irving, just like you said. Brad Stevens, one of the top five coaches in the NBA. I think that's a pretty easy pick for basketball.
0: Um, yeah, basketball as well. Brandon has uh, Celtics. Young and competitive and could definitely take over the NBA very soon with Tatum, uh, Hayward, and if Kyrie re- re-signs. And it says resigns because he doesn't know how to use sinks So, and gr- grammar. I random. also have the Celtics. They are the most complete team. Right now they don't have it together. They just lost to Orlando. They're still getting it. Hayward and Kyrie and those guys have all not played together. Give them time. They are complete. They're going to do it. They're not going to do it this year. Like I said, I know a couple of you guys here took Boston to win the title. You you guys both did. And Brandon took Philly, and I took Golden State. I just think Golden State's still the team to beat. Um, until next year, I think Boston's going to have it back. Uh, I know that it was a verbal commitment from Kyrie. If he stays, he stays. If he
2: doesn't, he doesn't. Whatever. I still think they're going to be the team to worry about. You, you, so you think if you think if Kyrie does not sign, re-sign with the Celtics, you think they're still going to contend, and you think they're still going to be the – dynasty in the making
0: you have Rozier Rozier is just
2: that. on point
0: and yeah with Tatum and Brown and those young guys yeah I think they could he's not Kyrie it showed in the playoffs he doesn't play defense like Kyrie they need Kyrie I think they could still do it they'll find a guy Danny Ainge is a smart guy they have the Kings first round pick next year and we know the Kings are not good so they're going to get another good pick so if Kyrie doesn't resign they can go get a guard I don't know what guards are out there in college this year if there's anybody that's coming out that's going to be good but we will see. And when does when does uh, that starts in two weeks, right? NCAA.
1: Yeah, it should. It's normally yeah, normally early November, or so late we're, October. So we're gonna have to so do yeah. a preview
0: next week, then. So you'll be here for that. So we're gonna study up on some uh, Damn it. basketball.
1: That's a lot of work, Got mm-hmm. to study I think, up yeah, on the that first Zion
2: Williamson.
1: Yeah, that Duke's gonna be tough this year. That's the first preseason rankings just came out, right? Uh yeah. I think I, think so. I don't saw. Know who's I, where. I think. Well, I think it was. I think it's it Duke, Kansas, Kentucky, and I don't remember the other two. But
0: Sparty's somewhere in there, and they they open with Kansas, so it'll be interesting. It
1: seems like they always do in the Jimmy yeah, the V ACC Race Big Ten. 10. Yeah. Well, that's normally a little bit later. It's always the whatever they do one in the oh, the yeah. Hawaii one, the yeah. Hawaii tournament we're, they have. Yeah.
0: Sometimes on the ship. The Maui, Wait, When is yeah. that? Uh,
2: now November. Oh, oh you're going. November. When do you
0: When do you go to Hawaii?
2: Uh, in be, December. I'll be in Hawaii. It's after the charity event, so December tenth to like January tenth. Okay. So 'll be I guess it'll be after I, that, I, so I'm gonna matter. need you
0: to speak into the mic so I can hear you
1: Sorry about that that's yelling <laughs> Just speak into He's it. like Brandon when he gets mad
2: yeah, He's starts
0: I know.
1: yelling into the mic and
0: then he just rambles incoherently. so um, let's uh, let's move into do we think do we have anybody for baseball on our list um I do not Brandon does not.
1: I don't think baseball is tough. I don't think so I mean uh, you know, just watch the Red Sox go up one to nothing here on the Dodgers. I think the Red Sox have the best chance. I mean, with the Yankees as well, both those teams are really good. The Red Sox have a good core. Um, their pitching isn't very young, but, you know, baseball, I don't, I don't think so. I don't see any. I think that it's been I, – I just saw a stat with Houston not making it, it as like 18 straight years or 21 straight years of not a repeat champion in the World Series or repeat team. Really? No, champion. Champion, They're repeat champion. champion. Yeah, you're
0: right, because the last would be the Yankees, 97, 91. They won three in a row.
1: So, yeah, well, 99 would have been the last year, right?
0: Uh, they won in 2000. They didn't win in 99.
1: Okay, so so then it would be yeah, 18 years. Because they okay, won so four in five years. So that's yeah. right. So, yeah, so 18 years it's been since there's been. So, yeah, no, baseball, obviously there hasn't been. We've seen that. So, yeah, I mean, really, I don't see anything. No, you were right.
0: It's 20 years because the last time they repeated was 96, 97, 98. They didn't win in 99, and then they won the Subway Series in 2000. So you're right, 20 years.
1: What Subway did they get?
0: <laughs> they got the uh, sweet
1: onion chicken teriyaki. The, the Italian the steak BMT and cheese. steak and cheese. Okay. Steak and cheese. All
2: right,
0: that's fair. All right. So uh, hockey. Anything?
2: Wait, hold on. I think I didn't get to put my uh, baseball pick in. There. Oh, you have one? Yeah, I got one. So I'm gonna the agree-
0: Cincinnati Reds. Hell no.
2: <laughs> I'm gonna go with the. Uh, I agree with Bear though. I'm gonna. I'm gonna go. I think the Red Sox have the best chance. I think the Red Sox and the Yankees definitely start to renew that rivalry more in the next. Couple years like they started to this year, but I sleeper pick. I would not say the Astros. Honestly, I'm going to go all AL teams have the best. I wouldn't shots. say that's a
0: sleeper. I think I think you're going to have but out of dynasties the, I, out of you know those three teams are going to compete, and if any of them come out, it would be Red Sox, Yankees, or Astros, and those three could just go back and forth. I mean, I think every year the wild card is going to come out of the East for the next yeah. foreseeable future. Yep. So, um, we'll see what happens in the playoffs, but they play that one game so. They'll be the fifth team or fourth team. Yeah. They could lose
1: that game. If they don't change that and put in another one and get rid of the stupid wild card thing and put in another team. We'll see. Um, We'll go to football, pro football. I mean, I think right now, looking at it, they haven't won anything yet, but the Rams, I mean, what they have going right now with McVay, with Goff, with Gurley, the defense that they have, I think the Rams could definitely win, uh, the you know, two, three Super Bowls. Same thing with the Chiefs. Uh, you know, they've struggled a lot in the playoffs with Andy Reid, um, but they had Alex Smith. So we'll see what Mahomes can do when he gets there because obviously they will be making the playoffs this year. So if both of those teams went to like back-to-back Super Bowls here in the next two years, I would not be shocked. And You know how fun that would be? I just keep thinking seeing a, a Rams-Chiefs Super Bowl. I think that would be really cool in my opinion. So I, I'm, I'm going with the Rams or
2: Chiefs. Either or. Screw it. I'm gonna agree with Barrett on this too. I think the Rams and the Chiefs both have the potential to both be uh, really good teams. I think they uh I think they both have good shots of being dynasties, you know. I think the Chiefs, you know, they, they're fast, they spread the ball, they have I mean their defense sucks, but I mean they get their defense together. But, you know, out of the Chiefs and the Rams, I'm gonna go with the Rams as well. You got Goff, Gurley, and you know, they're they're unstoppable.
0: And Brandon also has uh, the Rams and the Chiefs as well as myself. And what he had said was the Rams, they're young quarterback, great offense, great D, uh, they can win now. Chiefs, great quarterback behind Mahomes and could be the next great quarterback for the next 10 years. I agree with him um, with the Kansas City, with New England winding down. If this team can stay together, look out. I mean, they got to fix some things on defense, but look out for them. They looked this good this past week against the Bengals. What was it, 45-10? to 10? They crushed them.
2: Yeah, let's not talk about that one.
0: Yeah, I'm sorry. And then, of course, like you said with the Rams, young quarterback, tough defense, good receivers. They're going to be tough uh, to mess with. And, of course, you got Gurley, who's the best running back in the league, one of them, if not the, the best. Um, so it'll be interesting to see what happens there. Dynasties
1: otherwise, anything else outside of that? No, I mean yeah, besides Alabama, there's no other college team. I, I you know, it's hard for college teams to have any sort of dynasty. Basketball's a little bit easier because you got less people, but I mean, in football it's tough. Alabama is just absolutely crushing. You don't play anybody all year and then, you know, you got to win two games at the end and and by that time you're already tuned up for it. So that's why Alabama's up there, but it, it's tough in college. There's there is a lot of parity just like any other sporting event there really is. So there's a lot of good athletes going to a lot of different schools nowadays and, and you're just not going to see stuff like you did years and years ago with you know Celtics winning 16 out of 20. any of that crap Yankees winning you know, three out of five, anything along those lines. So yeah, with that, I, you know I, I don't really see much going on dynasty wise, but we'll see as we go into sports here.
0: Right. So um, you know usually this is how we end the show. And uh, so I I put on there for Jake, he has to understand, he has to, when we end this, you know, usually I give my thing. Bear gives his, so you're going to have to give one for Brandon or anything to say. He can do it. He's his own man.
1: He can do what he wants. I know.
0: Whatever you want once we get to it. So, um, as always, thank you, Jake, actually, for being in here. You're going to fill in for the next uh, three weeks for wrestling, which should be interesting. I know you're going to be a lot of sitting back. But uh, for sports, too, you bring bring good things here, good stats. So we appreciate it and appreciate you filling in for Brandon on a short notice. Um, and Brandon's still getting us his stuff, which we appreciate, even though he didn't complete everything and I had to text him to get it. Thank you, Brandon, if you were listening to this. Thank you to our sponsors. As always, All Wear Clothing, Crandall's Quality Lawn Care, Verizon, and PNC. And, of course, Wes Anderson for moments in time. So, as always, good morning,
1: good afternoon, good evening, good night. Where are all the gummy bears at?
2: Sorry, I ate them all.